4.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Parts of Turkey and Syria have been devastated by a powerful overnight earthquake and aftershocks that have destroyed hundreds of buildings, leaving more than 2,300 people dead. Hundreds are still believed to be trapped under rubble. The toll expected to rise as rescue workers search mounds of wreckage in cities and towns across the region. Osama Abdul Hamid, who was injured along with his wife and three children, says at the hospital in Darkush, none of the people in the other three stories in his building had survived, while surgeon Majid Ibrahim says the medical center has been flooded with quake victims. I'm Charles Duladesma. Five Palestinian gunmen are dead, killed by Israeli soldiers conducting a raid on a West Bank refugee camp earlier today. It's a delicate balancing act for retailers, how to make life more difficult for shoplifters without angering law-abiding shoppers who don't want everything under lock and key. Some are considering extreme measures, including Rite Aid. Its chief retail officer recently said Rite Aid is looking at, quote, literally putting everything behind showcases to ensure the products are there for customers who want to buy it. But by trying to solve one problem, these businesses may be creating another, turning off shoppers with overreaching measures. Correspondent Jeremy House. Congressional Republicans vow to take a closer look at the Chinese spy balloon episode and why it took President Biden so long to act after the orb entered U.S. airspace on its cross-country odyssey. On Wall Street this morning, stocks have been trading in the red. So far, right now, the Dow down 158 points. The Nasdaq is off 70 and the S&P down 21 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith. A time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. China's government now admits that a second balloon spotted over Latin America is from China. Unlike the first one, Beijing claims that this one is intended for civilian and not military purposes. Beijing's explanation for why a second Chinese high-altitude balloon has ended up in Latin America is basically the same as that for the device, which has now been shot down by the U.S. Air Force. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning said the balloon, spotted by Colombian officials, had only limited maneuverability and had been accidentally blown off course. The Pentagon said the second Chinese balloon had also been used for spying, but according to the Chinese government, both balloons were civilian research vessels. The BBC's Stephen MacDonald. 
High winds and a cold snap in Greece, halting ferry service and highway traffic while dusting the Acropolis and other ancient monuments in Athens with snow. The government urging people to stay indoors. News and analysis, townhall.com. Disney World's latest contract proposal gets big thumbs down. The five-year offer, which would cover Walt Disney World service workers, was rejected because the union says it didn't go far enough toward helping some of the 45,000 employees face cost-of-living hikes in housing and other expenses in Central Florida. Among the demands, a starting minimum wage jump to at least $18 an hour, up from the current 15 bucks. Negotiators will head back to the bargaining table for another round of talks that have been ongoing since August. Rhonda Rockstra reporting. Tesla hiking prices on its Model Y, apparently due to rising demand and changes in federal guidelines that make more versions of the SUV eligible for tax credits. The electric vehicle maker bumping up the price of the Model Y long-range version by about 2%, $54,990. And the performance version goes up by 2.7% to $57,990. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Morning, everybody. Hope you're uh, thawed out and uh, get some good weather this week. Welcome to our program. Starting a new week in Feb. WICHAM and FM will start off with an open topic today and uh, get into a lot of things that have been going on over the weekend. So I hope you're all doing well. And right now it's 42 degrees. It's 42 more degrees than we had three days ago. Huh? Talk about a comeback. I was just reading the um, about the Earth. Gets closer every year. I don't know where it gets closer to, but I have all this information to pass along to you. The University of Alaska spans four time zones. Airports at higher altitudes require a long airstrip due to lower air density. Got all this new information for the week. Water communications. This is a good one. You know, seeing all the balloons that are going up from Russia, maybe they could uh, donate some to birthday parties. Warner Communications paid $28 million for the copyright to the song Happy Birthday, which was written in 1935. I really, I thought it was written well before that. Before that, what did we do? Just <laughs> happy birthday. So they've got the copyright to it. I guess it's a lot of money if you've got the copyright to Happy Birthday. I don't know if every time we sing happy birthday to somebody, we have to send cash somewhere. Intelligent people have more zinc and copper in their hair. A comet's tail always points away from the sun. Look at the stuff we have today. Caffeine increases the power of aspirin and other painkillers. That is why it is found in some medicines. The military salutes is a motion that evolved from medieval times when knights in armor raised their visors to reveal their identity. And if you get into the bottom of a well or a tall chimney and look up, you can see stars, even in the middle of the day. I re- don't recommend that you do that. You know, don't go into a well for that. In ancient times, strangers shook hands to show that they were unarmed. I knew that one, hmm? 
Strawberries and cashews are the only fruits whose seeds grow on the outside. And I'm sure you've been wondering about avocados. Avocados have the highest calories of any fruit at 167 calories per 100 grams. But, you know, it's good for you, right? Avocados. I just got this stuff. I thought I would start off the show with this today because it's so interesting. The moon moves about two inches away from the Earth each year. So it's um, not getting any closer for the astronauts. The Earth gets 100 tons heavier every day due to falling space dust. Woo. Due to Earth's gravity, it is impossible for mountains to be higher than 15,000 meters. And Mickey Mouse is known as Topolino in Italy. Hi, boys and girls, it's Topolino. Soldiers do not march in step when going across bridges because, well, they could set up a vibration which could be sufficient to knock the bridge down. Everything weighs 1% less at the equator. I just couldn't resist reading these today. If you find them interesting, I do. For every extra kilogram carried on a space flight, 530 kg of excess fuel are needed at liftoff. Here's a good one. The letter J does not appear anywhere on the periodic table of the elements. There's no J. Hmm? And this is called uh, money bags. If I send that information to five people, then money will arrive in five days. Yeah. Based on the Chinese Feng Shui. The one who does not pass this on will have money troubles for the rest of the year. Ah, superstitions. Great. Appreciate people that send me this stuff, huh? The tooth is the only part of the human body that cannot heal itself. Darn. If you stop getting thirsty, you need to drink more water. When a human body is dehydrated, its thirst mechanism shuts off. Kites were used in the American Civil War to deliver letters and newspapers. Go fly a letter. Wow. So how's everybody? Huh? We have an open forum today. The number is 889-5252. Let's check the weather, which is much nicer. In fact, it seems like early April today. Partly to mostly sunny today, mild, mild, breezy too. Temperatures in the upper 40s. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low 24. Tomorrow, frosty start, becoming partly to mostly cloudy, breezy and cooler. Passing showers are possible at night. Temperatures tomorrow in the low 40s. Wednesday, a passing shower very early in the morning, then partly to mostly sunny. Highs near 50. Thursday, increasing chance for rain, and the high will occur later in the day will be in the upper 40s. Friday, partly sunny, breezy, highs in the low 50s. How's that? Thank you very much, weatherman. Currently, it's 42 degrees at WICH. But still, I guess the, one of the big stories over the weekend is the balloon. The balloons that Russia is sending up, of course, they're perfectly innocent. They just want to send balloons because they're extremely friendly and just want to know that I know that folks like balloons. When we finally shot down that balloon, it took a long time, unfortunately, and I don't know why. We'll never get a, a really good answer on that. And there were a couple of earthquakes, terrible one in Turkey, and there was an earthquake in Buffalo, New York. It was at 7.5 on the scale, but Turkey uh, 
Over a thousand people have been killed with this uh, terrible earthquake. So some of the things that we're talking about over the weekend, and of course it's an open forum. We talk about local issues, regional issues, national issues, and even things in space. Good morning to you. Have a good week. Welcome. Well, look at you, a real radio announcer guy. How you doing? Hey, good. I hope everything's okay with you. Yeah, things are going good. I had a very nice, long phone call chat with my sister. I think it was Saturday. Oh, good, good. And that was was a lot of fun. Is she home? Uh, No, she's still at the, uh, Mm -hmm. she calls it the halfway house. Halfway house, okay. (laughs) The uh, nursing facility. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, but she she did tell me something that's encouraging. She said everybody on the floor that she's on, everybody on that floor is going home. So that's that's good. Good. I hope we she gets did, to go I home. I think I told you this. We did learn that uh, the doctors are giving her six months. So that's uh, that's sad. I know you had told me that. I you know I, is, I hope it it's is, a lot you know. longer than that. Yeah. And sometimes you know that's that's a guess. I mean I'm sure any honest doctor would say. You know, we 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 look at these things and we we can determine what we think is likely, but could be longer, could be. Now, shorter. Kevin, do they yeah. do they actually tell your sister that? Yes, they do. Yeah. Okay, see, yeah. I'm I really don't agree with. Oh, all right. Listen, what do I know? Well, about it, you know, it's, I suppose if they don't want to know, then they'll yeah. not be told. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. but I think if they want to know, they should be. Yeah, no, of course, if they want to know. I, I understand yeah. that. I understand that. I, I just remember uh, we went to a dental hygienist one time, and she said her mother was in hospice, and the next time I went there, about six months later, she said she's she's home and she's doing well. So who knows? But you're going to tell me that your, your dentist told you your teeth have six more months. <laughs> yeah, bro. If I don't brush them, yes, of course. I I was talking to my uh, dentist once about projects, uh, working on, oh, i got a project. He goes, your teeth are a project, or your mouth is a project. <laughs> my goodness. Did you so, say I object? No, okay. He also told me I'm wired differently than anybody else. <laughs> well, yeah, it's okay. That's I've heard that before. <laughs> you don't want to be wired like everybody else. It would be boring. Hey, on all the party balloons, a um, mm-hmm. couple of thoughts. Um, if you have something in the sky over your country floating around and you don't really know what's in it, what's in the container, what it contains, do you really want to go shooting it down over your population? Don't you want to maybe wait uh, until it gets offshore somewhere? You know, I thought about that. It's a, it's very uh, astute of you to uh, think of that. Yeah, maybe they're sending over... Some kind of bacteria or something, and or whatever, put anything yeah. past yeah. them. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those decisions, you know. It's it's it, yeah, but uh, in this case, we we think it didn't harm us, but we don't know what it was looking at and what information it might have sent home to its master. Um, but it, but you know, the other thing I wonder about too is. Um, Balloons have been around for a long time, hot air balloons, mm-hmm. and they're used for all kinds of purposes. And uh, heck, they were around in World War II and probably well before that. So, is this really the first time this has happened, or is this the first time we're hearing about it? Doesn't appear that it is the first time from things that I'm hearing. Um, but um, you have a great point there because this is a. It should have been done over water. It should have been done a lot sooner. 
Well, you would you would think, particularly a sinister government like the Chinese yeah. government, may have been doing this for years. I don't know. I just I never try. I always question things, especially if it comes from the media. You know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there was a reason we're hearing about this now, and when we dig, maybe we'll find out it's been going on for years. You know. And, but that may not be the case. I'm just well. There was a bogus story going around that uh, it came when President Trump was when he was president that there was a balloon there and he didn't do anything about it. And uh, it turned well, that out was to the alien ship coming to pick him up, but he didn't. They changed their mind. Turned out to be a total lie because politics will rear its ugly head because they really uh, people are upset why it took so long for the president to give the okay to shoot down the balloon. So. Well, we'll Politics. find out. There may have been a good reason, or there may not have been. But, <clears> again, as I've said a thousand times before on your show, we've got to wait to get all the information mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. getting all up in arms and wringing our hands when we don't know all the details yet. Well, I know one thing, that when Russia says it's, it's, oh, it's just a weather balloon or something that got away. Uh, this was China, not Russia. I mean, China, same thing. Yeah. I, so, yeah. you know, I didn't... I really didn't believe that, Kevin. <laughs> well, no, we tend not to believe anything their government says. Well, I mean... And, and I'm okay with that. But China <laughs> said that. I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting, as we like to say. It's sure. very interesting. It's, uh, well, you are wired, uh, yes. <laughs> let's hope it's not a harbinger of... Things to come. I found it spooky. I read a headline yesterday on my favorite online news page, and it said China is considering its limited options now that the U.S. has shot down the balloon. Gee, that's not nice. Good grief! Uh, I wish we would. We've got to get. Have you ever heard of an author? I'm going to bring this up real quick, and then I'll let you move on. You ever heard of an author named? Greg Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N. No, I have not. He apparently is a former engineer, scientist, uh, done a lot in his life. Anyway, he's got um, a lot of a book out that I want to get and a lot of videos online on something called the God Code, G-O-D and then code, C-O-D-E. Mm-hmm. And he's basically talking about how all of our DNA, every molecule in our body, uh, is, uh, you know, contains incredible information, contains electricity. Um, our, the molecules in our body put off uh, light, as in photons, and they receive photons. And But there's a lot of research on this that is not being... Uh, let out because the universities and the governmental entities don't want, you know, science is learning a lot of stuff that we're not hearing about because it's all being edited. I could believe that, and I've heard that before, you know. Well, I, yeah, I could believe it, too. Yeah. I mean, look at your universities. They They don't want anything coming out of research or any publicity coming out that's going to make people not want to donate as much money or the alumni donate as much money or people to attend that university. Uh, it's it's all about money. I guess my point in bringing it up, though, is when are we going to get around to just being people and realizing that we're all one and that 
we we can work together. It sounds fluffy duffy, but what Greg Braden talks about is how science has now proven that when they did this with the super collider over in Geneva, Geneva, I think uh, Switzerland, uh, that. You know they're they're discounting the Big Bang theory. That's not a thing anymore. The Big Bang didn't happen. But what they're learning is what scientists have been convinced of, according to him, is that the universe does contain a, a background of intelligence. In other words, it was made by some intelligent power, and that we were put here. Human beings did not evolve into human beings. We were put here two hundred thousand years ago by some force, God or whatever you want to call it. Aliens, he, he doesn't say, and we probably don't know. But apparently we did not evolve from animals. Very hmm. interesting stuff. So if anybody gets a chance out there, look up Greg Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N online. And uh, um, he actually goes to the same church as my sister goes to in New Mexico. Fascinating so stuff, she, Kev. She has met him. Yeah, and, uh, maybe I can get him on your show. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. I'd love to have him on. Yeah, It'd be great. Let's work on that. That's your homework assignment for today. No oh, boy, there we go. Opening my big mouth again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. I'll be pondering that today. Thank you. Okay, sir. Hello. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I agree with Kevin. I was, uh, you know, uh, about the the uh, balloon and I thought that is too e um, too easy that China is very clever and if you shoot that down you don't know what's in it I'm thinking of a possible um, biochemical thing yeah you're, whatever. you're right anyway, I mean uh, shot it down it's very possible they're going to discover whatever was in it, and hopefully it's not harmful. And just like the um, Wuhan flu out of China, and we still don't know, um, you know, what they're doing about that. You know, I don't think they want to mess with China. That's my... No, they're very timid with China, obviously. Um, our previous president was not as much... And they were a little afraid of him, but uh, they don't fear us, I don't believe, in, about anything now. Okay, so I was thinking of the song by um, The Fifth Dimension, um, Up, Up, In a Way, by Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr., mm -hmm. who I got their autograph when they were here at the uh, oh, yeah. Mozart's uh, Festival. Wow. Um, so... Just, I don't know. I don't know. It's scary. All right. Thanks for checking in. You're welcome. Hi, welcome to the Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Joe. Hi, Lair. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I mean, it was a weekend. You know, we, we got through the cold, and uh, it's just a, a wonderful gift to have warmer weather. Yep. Yeah. So in yesterday's uh, day, mm -hmm. I got it with this guy, David Collins, um, with his nasty uh, mouth all the time, uh, especially on the police officers. But anyways, this is like the second or third article that he's uh, written about uh, the Groton police chief uh, of Vizarro. 
who was a state trooper for like 20, 25 years before he took that job down there. And um, he's, uh, he's on his case. The very first paragraph, he writes that the chief uh, Fazaro is being accused of murder, reckless homicide, manslaughter, in a 2012 death of a suicide young man. Fazaro's not getting charged with any of those crimes. This is a civil matter. This is not a criminal matter. Okay, that's number one. That's that's misleading the public to write a, a Ooh, and the judge uh, should be ashamed of themselves to let him it's pretty write heavy, something uh, like that. I'm not familiar with the case, but it's just strange. Strange that he I'll should. tell you about the case. It's very simple. They're him and four other troopers. I went to this uh, guy uh, who was threatening to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. They spent five hours with him, trying to talk him out of it. They, they gave him some or did something to him to try to get him to calm down. I forgot what it was, but anyways, as a result of whatever they did, he he shot himself and killed himself after five hours delay. He out of the five troopers, number one, this Collins guy was never there. He doesn't know what was said during the five hours. He has no idea what was done during the five hours. He knows nothing other than deciding to write this garbage that he writes in the newspaper. How come he doesn't mention the other four state troopers, just for Zaro? He's the only one he mentions by name. The other four, I guess he did, he, he doesn't think that the other four are just as important as Fizarro. He did he did this because he has a beef for, with, with some reason with with Fizarro, who's who's a uh, now the Groton police chief. Now, my question, Devine, my question, the, the, Larry. His name who committed suicide is Divine, and he was a thirty year uh, old. He was thirty years old, and he was a Groton paramedic. He's the one that shot, shot himself um, mm-hmm. to death after this fight. You know, you know what he writes in here? How do you like this paragraph? The, they did this, meaning the, the state troopers did this, so they could end a non-threatening situation as quickly as possible and go home. Okay, let me ask you this question, Larry. Why, why now is he writing this? Is it because of that other He's incident? He's writing this about Fazzaro constantly since the Supreme Court said that this was all right to go to civil court. Okay, and he's pissed off that uh, 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 what's his name, uh, Tong, who's of course you know is a state Connecticut attorney general. He's representing the five the five troopers in in the civil case in court, hmm. so they don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their own attorneys because this was done of course during during their job. But can you imagine making a statement like this? saying that they, they, they wanted to end this quickly and let the guy kill himself so they could go home. That's pretty uh, sad. That's pretty sad stuff. For you. I'm going to give you... Uh, here's another one. Yeah. And what will the town do if a jury is in the pending civil trial accepts claim that Fazaro and the other state police officers... Here we go again. Fazaro and the other state police officers. See? Mm-hmm. Doesn't never mentions the other four state troopers, and this has been going on way back from 2012 when this guy uh, committed uh, uh, the suicide, and now he's decided that he's going to uh, print Fazzaro's name. Uh, it seems like every other week he just did one of these articles about Fazzaro maybe three four weeks ago. It's 11 years this. ago. Good grief! Huh? Well, I said it's 11 years ago. It's that's really uh, remarkable that he's. Zeroing in on that now. Now, listen. The bottom line is Collins is a, a dirtbag, and he's on Fazaro's case for some reason. He's got a beef against him. Okay, 
And he doesn't like it that he's the police chief of Groton after being a state trooper. He was a, a, a very good uh, trooper uh, uh, for 20 years. And the other thing that makes his family... Uh, 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 look, this 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 is a mark against uh, the family. On top of it, right? Like you don't write a paragraph like the very first paragraph. He's not being accused of murder. And you write this as the very first paragraph in, in in the day, and the day lets him get away with this to write this article. I read his columns, but I think that's over the top. I agree with you. What can I say? Um, yeah. All his articles are a disgrace, in my opinion. All right. Hey, thanks for bringing it up. We'll talk about it. Thank you. Okay. Let me take this call before the break, 889-5252. There is a lot to talk about today. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay, I'll take a break now. If you'd like to check in, 889-5252. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Fox News commentary. Tuesday night, Joe's teleprompter is going to try to convince you everything is going great because the unemployment rate is low. But what he and his teleprompter will fail to mention is the number of Americans who no longer choose to find work. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Day night is the State of the, the Union Yukon address given by President Biden, or more accurately, his teleprompter. President Joe will surely celebrate the low unemployment rate, which is about 3.4 percent, a 53-year low, which is fantastic unless you take into account inflation and wage growth in comparison. Plus, this little fact: the roughly 7.2 million men in their prime working age between 25 and 54 that are simply not working. There are about one and a half jobs to every one worker. Way more jobs than people who want to fill them. Perhaps this is what happens when the government spends two-plus years encouraging people to stay home and collect a mailbox check for COVID's sake. Until more Americans want to earn their own way again, our economy will sadly never recover. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can watch my show Tommy Laren is Fearless on Outkick.com. Let's get back to our telephone lines. You're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. So, um, I'm actually looking to talk about water today. Water? Um, yeah. With Breitbart News, water war looms in the West, California versus everyone else mm-hmm. over California, over the Colorado River. Um, I'm going to go skim through it right now. The, the, they, California uses some 4.4 million acre feet of water, and uh, they need to cut around, uh, which would mean that they would need to cut around 1 million under the plan proposed by the other six states get the two million acre feet cut. This is to restore the um, Lake Mead and the other reservoir that are drying up. Um, There's also the fact that the Colorado River hasn't flowed to the sea since the 1960s. Um, California is uh, refusing. They they don't want to cut any more than around 400,000 acre feet. 
of water. Um, and if they don't, if they don't get this under control soon, the water in Lake Mead is going to drop to such a low level that the Hoover Dam is no longer going to be able to generate electricity. So, I I have a proposal since it's been kicked to the Interior Department. I think it should be Congress should do something. It should be between the Senate and the Congress and the President. Pass a new bill. Tell California you may no longer use water from the Colorado River. If they if California uses 4.4 million acre feet and they only need to 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 take out 2 million acre feet to do what I would is probably the bare minimum. If you cut out California, you can let them you can let the other states split 25% of that, 20% of that whatever. You can actually increase the amount to the other states while restoring Lake Mead and restoring the Colorado River. And if you recall, there was the atmospheric river that California just let flow out to the ocean because uh, despite the fact that one of the previous governors, I forget if it was Schwarzenegger or Brown, signed a bill requiring the state to build a new reservoir in Northern California, they've refused to do it because they're afraid of the, they're, they're concerned about the fish. But what more the environment down in the Colorado River where there's no water at all? Israel gets, I believe, 75% of their drinking water from desalinization plants. And more than 90% of that water, when it's wastewater, is then treated and then used in agriculture. California doesn't even have to be as extreme as Israel when it comes to reusing the water to that degree. But they could certainly learn from Israel. California, unlike all these interior states, has a gigantic coastline to get water from. I think it would be a great thing for Congress to do. Uh, and I would encourage our Congress, our congressional leaders to do it. Well, I hope we'll be, be hearing more of this subject because it's certainly worth uh, looking into. It, it would be a very good bipartisan thing. It would, be, it would put Kevin McCarthy in a very interesting spot because, of course, he represents the Central Valley of California, but he has a razor-thin caucus. So if there's this bipartisan coalition of people that are just basically sticking it to California, saying, California, you've got two years, you've got three years to figure out what to do about water because you're, cu- you're getting cut off. Um, that would put Kevin McCarthy in quite the spot. And, hey, I, and I would enjoy it. Thank you so much because, for bringing it up. Um, what was that? I said, thanks for bringing it up. We'll talk about it further. Okay. Thank we'll you. See so- you later. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, uh, good morning, Stu. Um, I haven't been able to listen to you for a couple of weeks due to schedules and stuff, but I'm calling. Where's Marty Hausberger? Oh, um, it's a subject that uh, is dear, near and dear to my heart. He's not with us anymore, and I've been asked that uh, if people have questions, they can call our management about it. Uh, there was nothing that he did wrong, I'll tell you that much. It's... Uh, it's a sign of the times, and I miss him terribly. Okay, thank you, Stu. You're welcome. Just being honest with you, folks. 89-5252 WICHAM and FM, as I mentioned before. Marty is uh, one of the most talented people I ever worked with. And I've been doing this for a little bit, a uh, little while, huh? It's uh, 44 degrees. Moving on up to about 50 today. Got the winter blues? You know, the feeling that you need to change your surroundings instead of the same old, same old? Bill's Bedding has the cure with a new Lazy Boy recliner. Just imagine the comfort and styling of the most trusted and reliable recliner in the world waiting for you in your living room. 
Lazy Boy recliners have so many features that other chairs don't have and are infinitely adjustable to fit anyone comfortably. And Bills has all types of Lazy Boy recliners, from mechanical chairs to power recliners with power headrests and power lumbar for even more relaxation. And Bills has a great in-stock availability for all styles and types for immediate delivery. For more savings, you can apply for Bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no interest or finance charges. Free delivery and removal of your old recliner is also included. So put those winter blues away with a new Lazy Boy recliner now on sale at Bill's Bedding and Furniture at Lazy Boy Comfort Studio at 640 North Main Street in Danielson or visit them on the web at billsbedding.com. Oh, I love those recliners. Welcome to the program. Hi, still. Hi. I told you in Washington's diary he was told by an angel that we would have the revolution, the civil war, and the red menace on our land. Oh, well, I, get, I hate to say things like that's coming true. Oh, today is Ronald Reagan's birthday. We have oh, Ronald's no. birthday. No kidding. All right. Yeah, because well, we get the Reagan calendar from mm-hmm. the Reagan ranch every year, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, I know this is President's Month with Lincoln in Washington, but today, the um, February 6th, is also Ronald Reagan's, and I never knew that. Well, I'm, I felt a lot safer when he was president, I know that. I, you know, even in my younger days, I remember saying, you yeah, had nothing to worry about when he was in charge. Well. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And guess what? But, you know, well, you know, I get USA Today in every newspaper under the sun. Under the oh, sun, and by and the way, below the sun, yes. I just renewed Epic Times. Well, it's actually Epoch, E P O C H Times, so that I will be able to tell you what's going on on the China front from here on in. Once I start getting it, look again. at the papers coming into you, unbelievable. You have to read three at a time. Three at a time. Or How do you do that? Well, I sit there and I read them, and then I pull out the interesting thing, circle it, so I can tell you and your listening audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, on the front page of the USA, and unfortunately, oh, February 1st, extremists raise more than $6 million online. Guess who they're calling extremists? Who are they calling extremists? Christian crowdfunding website. So mm-hmm. us Christians are extremists. Maybe that's why they didn't shoot down the balloon. We're the extremists, you know, the good guys, you know, that believe in behaving yourself. And here's something nobody else knew. All right. Can't wait for this one. February 3rd, which was Friday. Did you know that Biden made um, anti-Asian hate bill or something? Meaning... yeah, um, they'll send the Justice Department after you if, you if you do anything against Asians in this country. All right, so he did that. Well, it all depends what you do. Well, it depends what you do, of course. Well, well, with them, remember the person that was praying in front of the uh, saved uh, abortion <laughs> babies and stuff? Remember the Justice Department showed up and hauled him off. Fortunately, jail? fortunately, the uh, jury said not guilty, so that was well, that good. That was good. Mm-hmm. Well, here's one, and I know I have many books on presidents. Well, there's a big color picture of last week while the balloon was in our air because I heard in the middle of the night. Are you there? 
I mean, yes, I'm here. Oh, I'm hearing all kinds of clicking. I'm probably getting listened to. I don't care. Anyway, um, it happened in Af- for, uh, with the Afghanistan thingy, too. Um, yeah, I just hear lots of clicking. Anyway, Joe Biden was um, having a big Choi uh, One Lion Dance last week at Lunar New Year reception at the White House, and all the walls were decked out in Chinese pictures and and all these people are gathered around this is a full color picture and i'm like i never knew of an american president that had a big chinese new year shindig in the white house and the red eye radio guys those two i can't think of the names judy used to wonder man's mother used to talk about them they oh they were on a chair last night and you know they said, this NORAD, you know, the one that does the Santa thing, NORAD had been watching that balloon come in over Alaska, over... No, they were watching it way too long. Well, they should have acted quickly, of course. It's been up there since January, the end of January. And, like, you know, I was talking to Akisi Rice because I had my... Um, military ran McNally roadmap book out, and I'm looking at what was in Montana when we finally knew about it. You know, when they were over Montana, do you know that our nuclear silos are there? They were over them. Well, we need we we uh, need some explaining. As uh, we need, Desi used to say to Lucy, Lucy, we need you need some explaining here. They need to explain to. I got to run, so a lot of people want to get in. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm all right. I hope you are. Uh, it's another Monday morning. Yes, sir. I woke up. That's good. And I'm having a cup of tea right now. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, Stu, our 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 weak and spineless president. He should have taken that balloon out when it was on the western western um, end of the United States. Well, everybody feels that they were very, very slow on that. I mean, uh, you know, if it's, it's what we think it is, and obviously it is, why would you let it float around for a week? They gave it too much of a chance to travel across the United States and gather all kinds of information. Yep. Oh. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, hey, Stu, you ever hear the phrase, if it's not if it's not broke, uh, don't, fix, don't it. fix it? Yes, uh, many times. I think that's what management is doing to WICH. Oh, there's so much to it. I, You know, I, you, you certainly are welcome to call the uh, front office, and um, uh, they can explain it better to you. And then, of course, some of these things come from further away, so... Uh, of course, it isn't locally owned anymore, is it? Oh, yes. Is it? it? It's Yes, it is. But there huh. are people that live in other areas that own well, it. So. Mm-hmm. Thank God we still got you, because gone are the days of Johnny London, uh, Dick Legary, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Cassidy Driscoll, and I can go on and on and on. And uh, local news, we don't even hear local news anymore. 
Well, we've got somebody in the morning now doing it uh, on the six, seven, eight, nine, and and nine news. There's there's more. Uh, they're infiltrating more in the local news. So we're well, working I on that. I miss the old days of WICH. Yeah, things change. You know, they they're changing not just here but all over the country. Yeah, so. but I, I don't think they're changing for the better. Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, with the exception of you. Uh, there's really nothing there other than music and uh, national uh, talk shows, you know? Well, I appreciate your uh, your input on it. Okay, well, I'm going to step outside and look for a balloon. Look for a balloon, but don't get too close to it. All right, have a good day. You too, thank you. It's 16 before 11, WICH AM and FM. What did Stu do with the weather? My goodness. It was here before, and it's a nice forecast. Do you think I'd ever get a job at the Weather Channel? Well, today's weather is nice. <laughs> I'll have that for you in just a little bit. Let me take a short break. 889-5252 is the telephone number. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. It's February, but at Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, it's better known as Falvey as we celebrate all month long with the President's Day sales event. Are you looking for a reliable vehicle to handle New England's unpredictable winter weather? A vehicle you can drive with confidence. Falvey's has a great selection of new and certified pre-owned 4x4 vehicles with more arriving daily. These vehicles are moving quickly, so come on down to Falvey's Motors, located at 395 West Thames Street, Norwich, right down the road from Mohegan Sun. Or visit us online 24-7 at falvies.com. We provide the best possible deal in a stress-free car buying atmosphere. Not seeing what you're looking for? Unhappy with new car prices? With Falvies, you can place a custom order to meet your needs at factory invoice prices for the entire month of February, and you'll also get applicable rebates. Hi, I'm TJ Falvey. Just a suggestion before you buy, check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Falvies, you're gonna love it. All right, W-I-C-H, let's take a call here. You're on the air. Hi. Hello. Good morning to you. Hello. Yes, hi. Oh, you seem far away today. Why do people say that to Maybe me? Maybe it's my phone. Maybe it's your phone, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I... I yes, dear. I miss Marty so much. Well, I do, too. Uh, and I have to tell you, I've been listening to you this long, John Lynn and whoever else was there. It's been a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe the WICH has to change. They don't have to. I, I mean, if, if something happens and you don't do something right, what are they going to get rid of you after all these years? I don't know what Marty did, but it must have been something. Marty did not do and anything wrong. Nothing. Nothing at all. It's, it's, it's more than right. that. It's more than that. Um. No, it's just not right. And um, so, you know, I, I look forward to you every morning for the four days. But why, why does it have to change? Why do they have to pick and choose? It doesn't just seem right. He was so enthusiastic 
he was fun, and and it's just you know, well, it's not going to do me no good. If Jim Reed was there, maybe. Well, this uh, these things are happening, uh, unfortunately, all over the yeah, country. Yeah, this is just that I don't want to happen it to WICH. You know, I don't care what the other people do, but I don't want to have have it happen to our local channel that I've been listening for over 50 years. Well, I sure and, hope um, I sure don't like it that it's but, happening. Uh, anyways, I, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad. I guess they shot the balloon down, right? They didn't. I saw it on the television. They shot the balloon down. <laughs> and there were well, all kinds of... Well, I was hoping f- there was nobody in it. And, um, no, there was nobody I in it. I hope that whatever it was, if they were had any records in there, you know, how they... You know the computer things. Isn't it scary? It Isn't it scary what they can do but to get information? It's, I mean, this is the 21st century. I know. Some of these things Let's that are. Do, you know, I miss the old days. Thank you for being there. All right, I'll dear. I'll talk to you again. Thank you. Bye, bye, dear. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. Um, did you get to see that video in California where those police officers shot the double amputee? No. Who shot the double amputee? Police officers in California. They yes, shot... His, both his legs were... Uh, he didn't have... He lost both of his legs. And what was the reason that he, they he shot him? He was in a wheelchair. Yeah? But he had a knife. He was bran- brandishing a knife. Mm-hmm. And then he, got out of, then he got out of the wheelchair and started trying to r- run away from him. Oh, then he, then he really wasn't... Uh, how could he be an amputee and run away? I guess he um, was faking it, right? Huh? No, he, he was a double amputee. They ended up killing him. They ended up shooting him. You said Killed he him. got out of the wheelchair. Yeah, and he had a knife. Well, how was he able to get out of the wheelchair? By hopping around, by hopping on his on his knees. Oh. And then he went after the police with a knife on his knees? Well, he didn't really go after the police. He was just brandishing a knife. Uh-huh. The police could have, the police could have uh, came back, moved back away from him more, instead of getting on top of him. So they shot him. Yeah, they shot him. They ended up shooting him. The video should be coming out today. Oh my God! I mean, all they have the to do video was should be coming out sometime today. If he just was brandishing you know, a knife, all they had to do was just walk away from him. Now, you know, how far was he going to get? Yeah, well, was, just keep an eye on him. Did they kill him? Yeah, he's dead. Oh. Well, that's a story that I don't know. You'll probably I, see that sometime today. I watched all tons of news. I did not see that story. Oh, you didn't see that one? Okay. No. Nope. All right, so that's another new one coming up. Well, I'm, once again, I'm not going to so blame... I, I forget it was two or three police officers involved. Well, I'm not going to blame all the police for it, like some people like to do, but uh, I want to know more about that one. Okay. Thank you. Okay. What a bizarre story. Did you hear that one? Stu is with you. Welcome to the program. Oh, up, up, away in our beautiful balloon. Uh, who did that, Stu? Well, uh, that was the fifth dimension. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then they made a mute mood music thing for elevators out of it, too, I think. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I think. Because um, I was in an elevator and they played it one time. Anyway, um, how are you doing? Yeah, we're okay. You know, we're all trying to stay afloat, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking that, uh, the sim- like Sylvia was saying about the balloon, 
it's kind of scary because the simplest tasks nowadays, like when the power company wants to read the meters for electricity, they don't have to go up to it and look. They just drive their car by, and it automatically uh, registers what the um, it, you know what the meter says. So it's kind of scary to think of this huge balloon thing. It's pretty big, I guess. It's very, very big, and they're looking for pieces of it in the water. Yeah, and, uh, try to get I would some think, information. Isn't NORAD or whatever it is designed to stop things before they get here? I would think. Well, we're supposed to, you know, when the, when it comes into our airspace and, uh, and towards our country, we're supposed to stop it quickly. Uh, yeah, this that's, was that's, not the that's case. Common sense, you know, a five-year-old could figure that out. That's common sense. It doesn't make sense, any sense why they let it go all over the whole country. Well, a lot of things don't make sense to me these days. Sometimes I think maybe I'm losing it, but um, it just... Yeah, well, I think of us that are losing it, if we think we are. We, we probably have what we used to have, and the world is crazy. Yeah, I, I go <laughs> along with that. Yeah. No, not the world. Uh, some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, good mm-hmm. to hear you, Stu. Good to hear you, too. Good day. Yep. Good day, as they say in Australia. Good day. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Good morning, Father Stu. Hey, Boston Benny. Okay, thank you. Glad to hear that. How's your your allergy? Is it any better? It comes and goes. Okay. What are you going to do? I know. What are you going to do? I've had this cold for, I don't know, several weeks. I Mm -hmm. thought it was on its way out. It's still hanging around. Yeah, it's a lot of people are like that. Oh, I'm better, and next day you're not, and yeah. who knows? <laughs> we're n- we're not alone, Benny. The times we're living in, I guess. Yeah, there are times. Yeah, we'll we'll cherish those moments. So you know, I used to be a a community activist in your hometown in Boston. Yeah, I remember you told me. I think. Yep. So here, listen to this one. Okay. Bring back Marty. Bring back Marty. Bring back Marty. I I would like the listeners to, you know, they really want to have, you know, sort of influence. Well, you're welcome to write letters or emails or whatever you like. Yeah, we could do that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, how much we support him and we like him to come back he was very talented, as you said. Oh, my goodness. He could do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. I don't know if he could tap dance, but he could do lots he of things. He probably would try. Yeah, he probably yeah, he had a wonderful family, too. He's a good golfer. I know that much. <laughs> okay, have a good day, Snow. All right, Benny, thank you. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, good morning, Stu. How are you? All right, sir. What's up? Uh, well, if a double amputee got out of the wheelchair and ran away, I would give that guy a lot of credit. I really would. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess the as the story uh, went on, he was crawling away. I, I don't. That's I. I have not heard that at all. Have you? I haven't heard that story. You know, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It's just you know, some people. Uh, you know, if you know, if if anybody in their right mind would hear that, they would figure it's kind of fake. Well, first of all, what reason would there be to sh- shoot the man? I mean, you could just run circles around him. Uh, I mean, if tip he had a wheel, you, you tip his wheelchair over. I mean, if he had a gun, that would be a different story. But yeah, 
Uh, well, well, you know, like my mother used to say, it's a crazy world we live in lately. Yeah, it's a strange, getting stranger all the time, I guess, but I want to know more about that story. Yeah, I'd like to know more about that one, too, but thank you very much. So we'll see you later. All right, thank you. Bye. Strange things are happening. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Yes, hello. Hello there. It's, it's not a fake story. It was on the, it's on the world news. Okay, well, I um, didn't it, see that um, one. It was Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And he was... And you know, when you have those prosthetics, <clears> you have stumps. You can get around, like, on your arms. Remember that guy that was... He killed his wife there in South Africa. He was a real famous yeah. athlete, and he had those things he attached to himself. He was a marathon runner. He could, like, get around really good without them. Really good? Okay. You know, yes. I know. I've, and maybe so they can... showed this guy. It's disgusting. There's no reason they had to kill him. How, what could he possibly have done to them? He's on the ground because he's got, he didn't have his legs on. So he was he's truly pathetic. crawling. Yes. And so he was kind of helpless, I would say. Well, and even yeah. though he had this big knife, he kicked it out of his hand or... Well, they could have just uh, ran away from him for the yeah, moment. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you have to wonder what kind of training they have and what, I know there's no training for that, because it's so weird, but mm-hmm. the fact is that he couldn't possibly have harm, harmed them. He couldn't move, you know what I mean? They had guns, obviously. Mm-hmm. They could have maybe just tased him. <sighs> well, they could have done that, certainly. You um, know what I mean? He was... And I think they said that he had murdered someone, and that's why mm-hmm. they were after him. He had this big, long knife. Um, well, that puts an, another little twist to the it, story, but still it, there was uh, obviously the situation where they could have got him in another way. And it seems like every single thing that happens, somebody films it. Oh, everything's filmed now. It's like somebody's got a cell phone and says, oh, I'll get capture this, and then you don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. That's you know why you I have mean? to wait. You have to wait to get the whole story. But it, but it, they did, they did. We're shooting this poor guy that was. I feel like they could have gotten away from him. What, what was the point of killing him? I don't know. Uh, I mean, was he a champion knife thrower that he could throw a knife that far if you yeah, ran I mean, away like from? Yeah, like I said, they had, they have guns. They're <clears> wearing armor. They couldn't have just kicked it out of his hand. I mean, I don't know. You'll uh, see it. it it's. Oh, I'm sure it'll be plastered everywhere now. Yeah, it's kind of sad to see. You don't really want to see it, you know what I mean? Well, it just, you know, it gives people an excuse who really want to go after the police, and it's still not fair because yeah. most of them are decent people. Yeah, and we don't really know how they felt or what, what the... I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just to see it, then you'd be against that it happened. But then you have to know the whole story. Well, that's the way... People should look at it. Really, a lot of people don't, and all they want to do is just get out and demonstrate and burn things down without getting the whole story. It's a weird story, but it did happen. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, we're just getting warmed up here today. It's nice to say the word's warmed up. How'd you get through the cold? Uh, Hope the pipes didn't freeze and... I was so proud of the old car. It actually started up. I patted it on the hood, and I think my hand got stuck to the hood, but 
Son of a gun, if that old car didn't start up. Man, I said, you gotta be kidding. In the olden days, some of the cars would not even come close to starting. You wouldn't even hear a sound like... This was perfectly started right up. Then I warmed it up for about 30 minutes and got in the car. All right, let's take a news break. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich, 94.5. Some news, we've got it. Here's the news, Town Hall News. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The search for survivors goes on amid the rubble left by a powerful earthquake that struck southeastern Turkey and northern Syria earlier today. The BBC's Mike Thompson says there's been a second powerful tembler. Even before the second earthquake struck, the Turkish president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, had described the tragedy as his country's largest disaster since the quake in eastern Turkey in 1939. Casualty numbers from today's second quake are still unclear, but in Turkey at least 900 died in the first quake and 5,000 have been injured. Hundreds have also been killed in war-torn northern Syria, with dozens of fatalities reported in both government-controlled and rebel-held areas. The region is home to millions of Syrian refugees living in camps on both sides of the border. And the earthquake death toll now tops 2,300. New poll finds a lot of Democrats are questioning whether President Biden is up for another four years in the White House. An AP NORC Center for Public Affairs Research poll finds just 37 percent of Democrats say they want Joe Biden to seek a second presidential term. That's down from 52 percent before last year's midterm elections. The decline among Democrats appears to be concentrated among younger people. Among those under age 45, 23 percent say he should run for re-election. That's down from 45 percent before the midterms. Jennifer King. It never happened. That's the response of Trump administration officials to claims by Team Biden that Chinese spy balloons previously passed over the U.S. prior to last week's invasion of U.S. airspace. The words of Mr. Trump, it never happened with us under the Trump administration, and if it did, we would have shot it down immediately. Wall Street, the Dow down 115 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. See, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. Too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 888-SHARE-19. That's 888-SHARE-19. 888-SHARE-19. Some of Hong Kong's leading pro-democracy activists have gone on trial under a law imposed by China's ruling Communist Party aimed at crushing dissent. 
This investigation has seen 47 of Hong Kong's most prominent pro-democracy figures face life imprisonment on charges of subversion. Many, already jailed, pleaded guilty before today. Organisers said their primary election was aimed at winning a majority in the city's partially elected legislature before Beijing imposed a strict vetting process on candidates. The authorities said they've been trying to paralyse the government. The trial, without a jury and under hand-picked judges, is being seen as a key test of Hong Kong's judicial independence. The BBC's Will Leonardo. Europe has imposed a ban on Russian diesel fuel and other refined oil products, slashing energy dependency on Moscow and seeking to further crimp the Kremlin's earnings as punishment for its invasion of Ukraine. News and analysis at townhall.com. Educators calling attention to a nationwide shortage of court reporters. It's National Court Reporting Week, and legal professionals are sounding the call for more people to pursue careers as stenographers. The National Court Reporting Association credits the current shortage to fewer court reporting graduates, more people retiring from the field, and an abundance of captioning opportunities. Stenographers capture the definitive record of all court proceedings. In fact, in most jurisdictions around the country, no trial can take place without a court reporter. Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz describes court reporters as the backbone of the court system. Bob Agner reporting. Tracking gas prices, morning's AAA national average for a gallon of regular $3.47. That's a fraction of a penny below yesterday's nationwide average price. It's also a tiny retreat for pump prices which have been on the rise in recent weeks. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. All right, Stu Breyer with the WICH. It's an open forum to start things off today on this Monday the 6th. 6th of February. It's a short month. You know, kind of flies by, huh? Pretty soon we'll be turning the clocks ahead. Not yet. No, no. Let's don't do it yet. Well, let's see. Today is February the sixth. Tom Brady's retiring <laughs> again. China's weather balloon causes a Top Gun three to trend. See that shot down on television. They have a pretty good aim. It's amazing how they do these things. It's absolutely uh, you know, incredible. See how they shot that thing down? I guess it's a very big balloon. What could you buy if you won the $700 million Powerball jackpot? The New York Post says no one won Saturday's Powerball jackpot, so tonight's drawing is 747 with a lump sum cash of $403 million. Oh. You could buy with a 700 million, um, 5,303 loaded Tesla cars, 233 private Guns and Roses reunion concerts, 467 million corn tacos priced at $1.50 each. Well, that would be something to look forward to, wouldn't it? You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Oh, okay. I'm on. You're on. Uh yeah, I'm in the car. I got a 2017 car, and I still don't know half of what it does electronically. Uh, <laughs> I know what you. T- I know what you're talking about. Believe me. 
Hey, Stu. Yeah. When uh, you know when someone says you're losing it, mm-hmm. I, I take that as a compliment because in their mind, I have something to lose. Oh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, hey, today's the 45th anniversary of the 78 blizzard. Wow, that's right. 78 blizzard. I remember it well. I did some very foolish things during that blizzard. Blizzard Larry. Storm Larry. It never ended. Yeah, yeah I got a picture of my car in the driveway, and the only thing you can see is the antenna. Yeah, it was uh, unbelievable. For those who weren't around then, it's uh, you did you missed a horrible storm. I uh, the state closed the highways, and I didn't want to leave every anybody in the lurch at the radio station. And I did go to work, and I I, I was the only one on the road. Yeah, I figured there's no policemen that are going to stop me because they're not going to be in the road either. Right. So oh, we, it was brutal. Yeah. yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they had to call in the National Guard to clean clean Mm -hmm. the state up. So did you, you didn't go out in it for a while, did you? No, I just uh, shoveled the driveway, then the plow came along and put it all back, and shoveled Mm -hmm. the driveway, and the plow came along and put it all back. It was uh, (laughs) a lot of fun. So how many feet did we get on that? I I don't remember, but it was the biggest storm of my life. I, I don't know, because the wind was like 70 miles an hour, and they're back-to-back blizzards, so mm-hmm. uh, one place would have three feet, and the other place would have 20 feet. Uh, yeah, the, so, dr- the drifts and everything. Oh, yeah. I was just talking to somebody a couple of minutes ago, and they said they could walk out of their second-story patio onto the snow. Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, I lived up in Bristol at the time, and... Uh, you didn't go anywhere. I mean, you just you just hunkered down. And uh, I was saved by a couple of angels that day. I was driving home from work. I said, "Well, I, I think I can get home." And I ended up in a ditch. And I was driving this ugly 1964 station wagon with a hole in the floor. <laughs> and these guys came with some kind of a truck and were able to pull me out of it. I mean, it was like a miracle. Yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, <clears throat> the good old days when he owned Flintstone cars. Yeah, that was yeah, it was one of the before I got another car, I was driving that as a yeah something. But wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for the reminder. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, we don't have to deal with that again soon. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. Hey, uh, Stu. Yes, sir. You think they'll ever eliminate the aisle? I would hope so. I think your idea is really very good, but um, unlikely in the very near future. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they seem to be widening in the aisle. Oh, yeah, over, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, whoever heard of professional... When, when they drafted the Constitution, did, did you think they ever had in mind professional politicians? No, it was farmers, you serve a term and you go home. Yeah, well, got a lot to work on for sure. Thanks for checking in. All right, have a good day. You too. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, good uh, good morning, Stu Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, brother. Hey, good to hear you. Yeah, I was going to ask you, because in 78, I was a junior in high school in Philly. So 
my brother Mickey and Moochie, he was in Vietnam. He got he got he got kamikaze in Vietnam in a G. Yeah, he's a disabled vet. Great guy, great guy. But I was going to ask you, you do you recall when didn't a couple extra snowflakes fell on the Harvard Civic Center? That's where they were going, and um, it collapsed. But oh, no yeah, one got that... hurt. You recall that? Yes, I do remember when that collapsed. It was terrible. It could have been horrible, worse, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about you too, Stu, because in 1978, you know, I know you got there in 70, so I was I was 10 years old. Um, and I'm thinking, wow, so you, were you working 10 to 2 like you did, Stu? I think I was working uh, 78. Yeah, I was working, I think, at 9.30 to 2, something like that. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get hung up on the, on the snowstorm. You got home safely, obviously. I did get home safely, but I almost didn't because, as I mentioned, I got stuck in that ditch and uh, a couple of guys. Yeah, you just, mentioned the ditch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a snow ditch or whatever. Wow. It was a miracle wow. that they got me out, really. Yeah. I was uh, here three, four years, and I did. I fell in love with my my ex-wife. Her name's Jeannie. Do you remember Route 78 when you go going towards Mesquamica Beach when you come down through uh, Connecticut? Sure, of course. Mm-hmm. She did it. She she wrote, she had a comic it, it, It's uh, I didn't even know her back then. She was a little older than me, but yeah. <laughs> It was a Commodore, it's a Volkswagen, and she rolled the whole car like multiple times too. Oh, she's and lucky she made she, it. Yeah, and she racked up her knee. Oh God! And the whole time I was with her, finally one day, she still I can't take the pain anymore, and then she had total re- knee replacement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I could tell you hell, I could tell you a lot of stories, but there was so much I wanted to ask you, David. I don't want to hog up the phone. All right. Okay, Joey. Take care. I love you, man. You're the best. See you later, buddy. Well, we don't have a Storm Larry today. We almost have like an early April day, so I would prefer that very much. But here's our WICH AM and FM weather forecast, and here's a better look at it. Partly to mostly sunny today, mild, mild, breezy too. Temperatures in the upper 40s. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low 24. Tomorrow, frosty start, becoming partly to mostly cloudy, breezy and cooler. Passing showers are possible at night. Temperatures tomorrow in the low 40s. Wednesday, a passing shower very early in the morning, then partly to mostly sunny. Highs near 50. Thursday, increasing chance for rain, and the high will occur later in the day will be in the upper 40s. Friday, partly sunny, breezy, highs in the low 50s. How do you like that? 47 degrees at WICH AM and FM. If you'd like to get in with us, 889-5252. This is a shout-out to all you lonely singles ages 62 to 78. Jeffrey's Extravaganza presents Baby Boomer Speed Dating. Come for the thrill and excitement of meeting up to 16 new romantic interests face-to-face. Ditch those dating apps and online websites. Statistics indicate 3 in 10 encounters are a match. So what are you waiting for? 
Enjoy one free beverage and free hors d'oeuvres. Where, when, and how much, you say? Valentine's Day, of course, February 14th, 2 p.m., Christopher's Cafe in Groton. All this for only $96. Reservations necessary. Prepayment required. Your ship is sailing. Call Jeffrey today, 860-861-1667. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline to apply is March 15th. Grants will be awarded for the next academic year. So go to ctba.org to download the application form and apply now. 16 after 11, Stu Breyer with you. Pleasure to have your company. Welcome. You're on the air. <clears throat> oh, hey, Stu, I got an info call. You know what? Um, this big article in, well, last week's USA Today, did the FDA recall your medication? This is why I read multiple newspapers. It says more than 1,321 medication recalls were issued last year. And there's a whole article, and some are really disgusting. 22,400 whatever injections of some whatever, I can't even read the name, recalled because of the presence of glass particles in the syringe, and you're getting injected with this garbage? So anyway, if anyone can have Internet access, you can go to USA Today, one word, dot com slash drug dash recalls and it'll tell you 83 of them were actually highest risk of um serious health problems so that's one. so these are you're talking about prescription susan 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 you were talking about prescription drugs yeah, what are you I'm talking, talking about? about prescription drugs more than 1321 recalls were issued last year by the fda so and so you can find it on usatoday.com slash drug recalls. You want to look for that, but uh, um, they've recalled them. Larry's back, pain. You know, Officer Tatum is always on, and he played football, and he's talking about back injuries and everything. The um, ad for allnaturalrelieffactor.com an all-natural substance, and I believe if I heard about that a couple years ago, because it's been on a long time, relieffactor.com, on your own station, mind you, um, it's, uh, oh, oh, uh, Iraqi medic, I believe, when he came back, I believe he created this. So that's cool. All right, I hope that helps. All right, i got to move on because I want to give other people a chance, all right? Uh, talk to you later, Susan. She's got a lot of stuff. Maybe she'll give us a call later. But if you would like to reach us now at 1118, the number is 889-5252. There was a, a letter that aggravated me today in the day paper I wanted to uh, mention to you. Once again, I think people chomp at the bit when a policeman does something wrong. And, yes, they do things wrong. But most of them risk their lives every day for us. And I would like to see Kamala Harris someday when a policeman is, is shot, that she goes to their funeral 
Wouldn't that be nice? But the, the increase of police being shot at and killed the last few years has increased dramatically. Dramatically. So this letter to the editor says, I hope we will hear from our local police department about their take on the arrest and murder of Tyro Nichols so that we can feel safe dealing with them, whether arrested or pulled over while driving. I want to feel protected and respected even if questioned. We all know there is a safe way to do that. Well, most police do the right thing. And if someone doesn't, they should be reported. And one thing, if you work with a policeman and he's doing the wrong thing or she's doing the wrong thing, that should be reported. But a policeman have pulled me over and they've been very nice. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning to you. It's a supplication to uh, her uh, announcement of a thousand recalls. It's uh, it's good to hear the FDA is kind of doing their job. Oh, sure, they're always looking out for things, and, uh, you know, things will happen. It's the humor and element. It's scary. On the other hand of supplications, um, we have the CDC. Now, I have read and listened to, oh, I don't know, maybe two dozen hour-and-a-half-long presentations by Jonathan Otto. And one of his, within the past week, was how they believe the CDC is 50% funded by the pharmaceutical companies. So... Does that mean they're not supposed to tell the truth about things, hold back? CDC, and it's uh, supplications... To uh, the health of the nation and people, and and their crackdown, and uh, their uh, justification for taking away people's rights and forcing an unproven uh, genetic therapy onto people. Uh, are, you bear- are you mostly talking about COVID now, or yeah, COVID nineteen uh, vaccines? Um, <clears throat> I would, I would, I, I do have to bring, uh, in the event they are approximately 50% pharmaceutical industry funded, I do have to question and call into question uh, anything from the CDC. Um, well, they haven't they been right all the time, we know that, Center for Disease Control. Yeah, well, it, it's almost like the New London Peer Project. Um, they... Um, are doing analysis and then turn around and hire their own people. So um, I don't trust the CDC or the World Health Organization. Well, the World Health Organization was connected to China, and uh, President Trump wanted to get rid of that, but uh, that was immediately uh, reinstated by President Biden. Yeah. Well, you know, COVID-19... brings up a bell, too. Uh, this is a separate subject altogether. Uh, the other day was uh, Volgograd and Putin, which is Stalingrad. 
I want to ask you, how many people per day were killed in Stalingrad, in the Battle of Stalingrad, on average? I have no idea, but too many. 19,000 <clears throat> per day were killed in Stalingrad. Uh, yeah. Every day. And how many uh, Russian soldiers were killed in the Crimea, uh, taking it back from the Germans? How many, there were 500,000 Russian soldiers killed on that tiny peninsula, taking it back from Germany. Wow. Huh? All right. I got to run, sir. Thank you. All right. You're on the air. Welcome. Snow is, is Ben again. Ben again. What's up, Ben? Well, you mentioned something this hour pertaining to a police officer being injured. Police officers are getting injured every day. They're killed, injured, yeah. shot at, abused. Well, you're right about that. But you know, occasionally I don't do it. It's very rarely Well, I have my TV on with the sound muted. And I just, I just thought I'd leave it on because these, just sometimes they say a picture is a thousand words. Mm -hmm. It is a documentary on pertaining to the Freedom Riders of, uh, back in the civil rights days. And just seeing some of the footage, you realize, you know, I know there's a lot of violent countries in our world, but still we have to be right up there with them. Our it's not just the police getting shot and injured. It's everybody. Yep. It's schools. It's <clears throat> it's houses of worship. And it's just what what when are we going to get a handle on our, the violence that we've had in this country throughout our history? That's my question. Okay. It's, well, it's, I would start. You with just it. seem to accept it. You know, this this one is organized crime, it's community gangs, it's this situation here, and it's on and on and on and on. And, and this, we should, we should have, we should come up with a solution to stop, stop this. We should have a safe country for people, people feel protected. Well, if you had a magic wand, we could do that. We need more police, for one thing. We need tougher sentences for violent people. I was well, reading about what is what hmm? God has given us is a mind to think how we can make our lives better. It's up to us. Of course, it's up to us, but it's up to us to uh, make sure that we don't vote for people who are going to let criminals on the street. Well, well, that means that we're not doing what we're supposed to do. If we can't achieve that, then we failed. We're, we're failing. We're achieving all kinds. We can shoot balloons out of the sky. We can do all yeah. kinds of things, technology, so forth. I wish I had all the answers for you, Benny. I wish I did, but, you know, we keep trying. Oh, I know you don't have the answer, but I just want to put it out there for people to hear. You know, where are people in this country going to say enough is enough? That's what I'm putting out there for the people, not just right. you, yeah. Stu. You're no, just one individual. Right. And, and this violence has been going on before we were born. Okay, thanks, Thank Stu. Thank you. But it's been worse the last few years. 
And let's take this call. We'll talk more about it. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I agree with Benny. You know, there's so many, so many things that uh, this administration doesn't have a handle on. Uh, there's a lot of weaknesses. There's no oversight. I was watching a documentary on the World News, uh, which is interesting, because um, this person from India was investigating because in Mississippi they have camps there and they're recruiting all the uh, undocumented people coming in, mostly men, uh, recruiting them, teaching them trades like, you know, all the trades, okay? Um, and they're rebuilding the refineries down there. Um, so that's why Exxon is getting rich, because they have cheap labor. You have contractors down there um, getting hold of all these people undocumented and offering their services to rebuild, especially after um, disasters, you know, um, cleanup, rebuild, whatever. As people don't, in the United States, citizens, whatever, that would rather sit back, collect all the benefits, uh, have no interest coming back to work, they're using all these people coming in over the border, and you got these contractors, and they're probably slave um, owners, per se, uh, getting these people coming in and offering their services mm -hmm. to rebuild after, like I said. All right. Well, thank you. You made a point. In whatever. Thanks rebuild for your... people's mm. houses. Yep. Um, so that's why they're rich. All right. Thank you. Lots of uh, ideas, viewpoints. You're welcome with yours. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Stu, I watched the Grammys last night for a little while. What a disgrace. I, didn't, I don't even watch it anymore. I'm, I'm out of the loop. What can I tell you? Well, someone like you, I, I would think that you, you love music, so I figured that'd be something that you would want to watch, even though it is a... But last night was a disgrace. Just a, Why was it a disgrace? Uh, not the music. The music was uh, good. I enjoyed mm -hmm. the music. It was uh, the way they dressed, the way they they spoke, the things they spoke about. Um, and poor uh, even Willie Nelson won a Grammy last night, and he wasn't there. Yeah, I they heard that. It. Willie Nelson won a Grammy. How do you like that? He's in his 80s yeah. now, and he's still winning Grammys. Good for him. Yeah, he won a Grammy last night. He wasn't there. I was hoping he was going to come up on stage from somewhere, and uh, yeah. uh, he wasn't there. So you're probably all smoking a joint somewhere. Well... Whatever, God bless him. He's had a wonderful career. Yeah, I forgot the song he sang for uh, to get that award. Um, but the music was good. Okay, uh, I just I kind of lost interest in a lot of those award shows. No, I, I enjoy it for. Uh, mm -hmm. And they put that other show on at the same time last night, which was kind of crazy. That, that who's got talent? Oh, yeah. So right on the opposite channel. Um, they they had all these uh, people uh, 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 singing songs, trying to get to where these people are that are on the Grammys. 
Well, I don't so, know how many people watch the Grammys or how many people watch the other one. The both of them get pretty popular. Uh, they pretty put popular. the camera on Taylor Swift about every thirty seconds. Yeah, she might as well just move in there. She gets so many Grammys every year. Yeah, and Ben Affleck, he didn't look too uh, enthusiastic to be there with what's her name. Um, he just got married to who is it? Jennifer Lopez? Is it? Was it? He married her again? Is that it? Okay. Yeah, he just got married to her, so he, he didn't look Affleck. too enthused. Mm-hmm. Uh, when um, when they put the camera on him a couple of times. I guess I got turned off um, by there's so many award shows, but Grammys have been around a long time. But when they started to get political, I just said, I, I don't want to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, they were very political last night. But like I said, did, did I, get, I do it for the music. I like the music. Did they get political last night? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, about the, uh, the, the, uh, the dress up and stuff. Doing the, uh, you know, men men getting dressed up and doing that uh, that <clears throat> show there or whatever. Oh, they got into and, that the drag yeah, shows. Yeah, they got into yeah, and there was one that was uh, dressed up just like that last night. And uh, of course, they they said they were screaming on the air. It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> they said it about know. two or three Direct. times. Direct shows have been around forever. I I don't know, but when they're starting to magnify them, it's just make turning people off. That's all. I don't know. Well, well they're at least they're consistent. Hollywood's consistent. Uh, it was good too. There's a lot more, um, a lot more black people last night that uh, that was sang and got awards. Good. And I I like that. I think it was a very uh, a lot more diversified in, in the mm-hmm. years past, where you've seen mostly uh, a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, it, it was well uh, well well done last night with that. There's a lot of lot of very good uh, uh, black singers last night. Well, uh, they're probably they making excellent. hits. They're making hits. Right. Um, who, who came on? Who's the Who's the blind singer there? I Stevie, Won- Stevie Wonder, I think, was there. He came on. Mm-hmm. With with uh, what's his name? So, uh, Smoke um, Smokey Robinson. They were doing a tribute. Smokey Robinson. Yeah. Tribute to it, Smokey it, they, Robinson. They played together last night. That was excellent. I yeah, I read about that, and that, that I would have liked to have seen that part of it. Yeah, the two of them came out. He he was playing at first, and Smokey Robinson came out and joined him on the stage. <clears throat> well, these are the and, people and, that I really uh, enjoy and. Have enjoyed yeah. for many, many years, and uh, certainly, if it was more like that, I'd watch the Grammys. Yeah, so I mean, overall, I, it was overall. I, like I said, I, I liked the music last night, mm-hmm. and I liked some of the singers, and, and I liked some of the performers. I just didn't like the the kind of like the way they dressed up and the way they spoke about certain things. That kind of turned me off. Well, it usually turns me off with the award shows. But thank you for that yeah. uh, analysis, Larry. Okay, bye-bye. See ya. Did you watch the Grammys? They should have award shows for grandmothers. Call it the Grammy Grandmothers, the best grandmothers. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, good morning, Stu. Happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. I know that I am a voice out of the past, but I still feel that I'm relevant. I see our national security... And it has never been so fragile. The president's responsibility first and above all is national security. He is supposed to be protecting our country.
from all enemies, foreign and domestic, never should have even hooked up with China. I'm going to remind Democrats that President Harry Truman relieved General Douglas MacArthur for disagreeing on policy during the Korean War. General Mark Milley, in my opinion, is an utter failure along with the other Joint Chiefs of Staff for this lax in military preparedness where we're supposed to be always trained to be free. And I don't see that in this president named Joe Biden. I thank you for your time, and God bless you. Thank you, Mr. Reagan. God bless you, too. President Reagan uh, comes from the past once in a while on this program, and you never know when he's going to appear. 895252, and you would be next. With your thoughts. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. WICH, good morning to you. Good morning, Stu. Yes, sir. just wanted to comment on the, the Grammys. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I watched the uh, just the Stevie Wonder and Smokey Robinson, and they had a country uh, singer, Staples, and something uh jamming with them uh-huh. and uh, man they were fantastic I mean that that City Wonder is just uh, he's unbelievable Boy, if, he I, if I knew when that was on I would have made a note to turn it on yeah yeah I, I just happened to catch it just in time and then after that I, I turned it off because it was a freak show you know, mm-hmm. I don't care I can't relate to this, a lot of that besides Good stuff. I don't know. It kind of irritates me. And a lot of these awards show, it's kind of like get on and dig me, dig me. And it's, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's too many of them, uh, maybe. Yeah, it's just, uh, just all in. And so the, the, the fashion is just. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. The fashion's very big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that that's. Um, Stevie Wonder was great. Oh, God. He's always been great. Since he was 12 yeah. years old, I remember. Oh, yeah. Always liked him. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. Yep. Bye now. It was really interesting, the early Grammy Awards. They didn't recognize a lot of rock and roll. I remember. I mean, Elvis, you think, would have gotten a lot of Grammys. He did not. The only Grammy that Elvis uh, Presley got was uh, for his um, spiritual album. It's kind of weird, huh? They just didn't want to recognize a little rock and roll. Well, you know, it's the people they vote. and uh, Anyway, I hope it was a good one. As soon as they get into politics, I usually turn it off because they should do that somewhere else and not on an award show. But they continue to do that because they can't help themselves. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Are you aware that unused medications pose a public safety risk? I'll be right back with some info about this issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging. 
help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It is well known that drugs taken without physician authorization can lead to accidental poisoning, overdose, and or abuse. You can reduce the chances of this happening by not hoarding medications, not giving meds to family and friends, and not storing medications in common unlocked places like bathroom cabinets. We must all be vigilant about the handling and proper disposal of our unused medication. Be sure to properly dispose of meds in your trash or take advantage of take-back programs at many police stations. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. And we're here for you, WICH. Here is number one local connection. You can always count on us. A couple of uh, letters to the editor that I wanted to uh, check in with you, see what kind of response you have to this. Reading the day's articles on January 26th and 27th on the home invasion in Gales Ferry, I applaud Greg Smith for writing on this incident. If he had not, our community would not have known about the injustices the couple received from the Ledger Police Department and New London County State's Attorney's Office, victims of weekend home invasion in Ledger, criticized delay in arresting the suspect. Having a background in law enforcement for 26 years, I recommend an investigation be done. The lapse in time is confusing to me. The crime happened on Sunday, and the assailant was not arrested until Thursday when he turned himself in. He was given a bond of $5,000, which equals 500 cash, and released. The assailant should be charged with home invasion. If it is true, home invasion requires of the assailant to be armed or attempt to commit a felony, the law should be changed. I have many questions for the police and attorney's office. You you can't blame the police. They arrest people, and the other powers that be release them. I just wanted to add that. Why wasn't the assailant arrested Sunday upon the police's arrival to the resident? Why wasn't the assailant arrested after release from the hospital? Was the assailant in custody at the hospital? Who reduced the charge to criminal trespassing? Who denied the protection order? It was a case we talked about for a little bit. I, I tried to contact the people the, who went through that horrendous situation with the home invasion. I was not able to get through to them. I wanted to get them on the program. And here's somebody that doesn't like uh, Governor DeSantis. He signed legislation known colloquially as the Stop Woke Act, which insists that any African-American studies be objective and avoid negative references that might make anyone feel guilt. Black professor defies law restricting lessons on race. This epitomizes the governor's effort to suppress educational references to systemic racism and discrimination in our history. Maybe DeSantis of Italian descent has not experienced discrimination, but is he aware of the country's strong anti-Italian prejudice in the late 1800s and early 1900s? And do we examine that honestly and learn from it or just wish it away? Perhaps because Jim Crow laws are no longer legal, DeSantis wants us to think that racism is a thing of the past. 
as if murder, rape, and robbery, also illegal, were things of the past as well. Woke culture embraces inclusion, kindness, historical accuracy, and awareness. It's not as DeSantis asserts some sinister plot to make today's white people population feel guilty, but understanding that requires consideration and intellectual curiosity things for which DeSantis apparently has little appetite. He would rather bring back the whitewashed heads in the sand, business as usual, failed attitudes of old. Now that's a, an interesting letter to the editor that you may want to comment on. And the, the number is 889-5252, as I have mentioned on the program, even with African-American people, that critical race theory, in my opinion, makes people in school feel lesser than and makes people in school feel guilty. And I thought that's not the way to approach it. But you may have another opinion, and you're always welcome to give it on this program. It is 1144, 889-5252 is our number. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. All right, so uh, will one of you please win the Powerball jackpot? It would be nice to, you know, somebody in our audience to do that. hmm? If you win it, a tall, skinny vanilla latte from Starbucks every day for 365 days a year, for 55,886 years. That's what the uh, you can get with the Powerball. And all those lattes will keep you up at night. The Humane Society celebrating Valentine's Day with litter boxes. They say the Animal Friends Humane Society in Hamilton, Ohio, is celebrating Valentine's Day with litter boxes. The shelter is allowing people to write their ex's name in a litter box. Cats will then use the litter box... The naming costs $5. Amazing, huh? How about this, the uh, the news that you generally don't hear? A Telsa driver was caught going 70 miles per hour while he was sleeping. Thank God nobody was killed. And another driver called 911 to report the snoozer. She was wearing sunglasses and was slumped over. Wow. And then there was this woman who was wrongfully declared dead. The New York Post says an Iowa woman recently woke up in a body bag gasping for air. The 66-year-old was declared deceased by staffers at her nursing home. She was then sent to a funeral parlor where she was placed in a body bag. The woman woke up and was struggling to breathe. She was taken to the hospital where she lived. Another two days. The woman's nursing home has been fined $10,000 for improper care. How about this? A nine-year-old graduating from high school. Nine-year-old David Bolican recently graduated from Bucks County, Pennsylvania High School. He took remote classes at home and loves science and computer programming. He hopes to become a physicist so he can study black holes and supermoves. Supernovas. Currently nine years old. And of course, Americans are now smuggling eggs into the United States, naturally because they're worth more money. Yes, believe it. Yes, Virginia, these stories are actually true. Is that astounding? 
I love stories of a woman reunited with a lost cat. Newsweek magazine says a Silver Spring, Maryland woman was recently reunited with her lost cat. The cat's name is Barack. After five years, Sambia Barkley was driving to Michigan with her family when Barack escaped from her car at a rest stop. He fled into a wooded area, disappeared. Sambia looked for and told her Barack had been found. A shelter scanned his microchip. Barack was at a farm 40 minutes away from where he first went missing. Sambia drove 10 hours to reunite with Barack. She says he's really overly affectionate. If I'm around him, he immediately leaps into my arms and he likes to snuggle under my neck. He has shown me 100% that he remembers me. Was it five years since she saw him? Animals are so much smarter than we give them credit for. They really are. And I think we have it's the tip of the iceberg of some of the things we're finding out about them. We have a friend who uh, had a cat. And he knew exactly the time that she would come home. He'd always be looking out that window at that particular time. He could sense when she was coming home. Really amazing. So I played this song by Dolly Parton last week. I want to get your opinion on it. It's uh, referring to uh, God. (laughs) Don't Make Him Come Down is the name of the song. I want to play it for you now and get your opinion on it. Here's Dolly. Yeah. 
Pardon, that's her new song, Don't Make Me Come Down There. Obviously, she's, uh, like a lot of us, are kind of sad about some people, how they act, and the greed, and uh, the anger. Hi, WICH, welcome. Hello. Oh, you played it last week. I thought it was adorable. Okay, so you... I I haven't got used to that song yet, but... Uh, maybe... Um, i got to go outside so I don't hear myself on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I don't know. Typical Dolly. She's not like shoving the religion down your throat or anything. Oh no, Dolly's um, Dolly's great. It's just a it's an odd little song. I mean, sometimes I think about that. What is the what does the uh, great Almighty think of what's going on with people? And uh, he must be very. I, I upset. feel bad. I think a lot of it's um, most people agree. Mental health. I mean, there's so many people that are really disturbed. Just and that's how they think that. Mm-hmm. It's going to get solved is doing whatever they're doing that's wrong or, um, you know, mass shootings and stuff like that. They are all they're always have mental problems. Yeah, it seems to me more than of everything, more than we ever remember years ago. It's But, but like, my husband's a school teacher. He said everything's got a label, everything. Like you were saying about the Grammys, and um, I used to love watching those, and I used to love watching New Year's Rock and Eve, and I don't know who half the performers are, and I don't care for their music. So, like you said, if I knew the old school people were going to be on, I'd watch it just for that, but then it, it's always political. Oh, and I hate to say it, but most of the entertainment world is democratic. <laughs> yeah, they... Strong. I mean, I don't so. understand. I mean, you know, they have every right to say, you know, how they yeah, feel sure. about things. That's but not the place of the time to no, use their you're watching that's a, what they do. I mean, sometimes you go to a concert and they start in on that. Um, yeah. Even when I went to see Bowser, who I like very much, has been on my show, he started to go into routines about um, President Trump. I mean, come on. I mean, it's different when you're going to go see, like, uh, I saw George Carlin years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they do. Like, you expect them to do that, but not the whole show, you know. Just, yeah, entertain me, and then, you I know. was going to say, we're there to be entertained. We don't want to hear you get on your soapbox. And yeah. I said, I'm telling you, we don't have cable anymore, and it's the best. <laughs> yeah. All these people just listen. I mean, you know, it's it's nice because <clears throat> it's winter. They're in the house, and I wouldn't say they don't have anything else to do, but, you know, I'm reading more and puzzles and... Um, I'll tell you one know. thing that Dolly Parton does not do that. She's smart enough to know that. Uh, yeah, she doesn't know, need to because she's personal. She is, but I, I think it's cute. Well, I'll let other people call in and see what they think. All I right. bet they liked it. it Thank you. Song. Good to hear okay, from you. Bye. Thanks. Hi, welcome to the program. 
I still I kind of like the song. Okay, I just uh, wanted to throw it out and see what how you felt about that. You well, can... I do believe in God most certainly, and um, many you know anything in the Bible is there. It's free to read, but He has warned us of these bad times, and um, so you know I totally believe that no man knows the hour that he come. It's like a thief in the night. We are not prepared for that thief in the night other than our doors are closed and locked, hopefully, and then they still get in. But uh, Heavenly Father has really gave us many things that are happening, and as uh, more and more I'm hearing, um, I don't want singers to talk about politics or comedians. I mean, comedians do it a little more, but I don't want to hear that kind of stuff. Well, let them do it on. Let them do it on talk shows, or you know, there's so many other vehicles they can do it. But when they they're up with their big uh, privileged life and their awards, and then they get into it, uh, it's right. just I don't it's know. More so, you know, Stu. It's more so lately, over the past ten or fifteen years. That I've noticed. Yeah, people how are getting into it. The ratings are usually oh, people are sick of it. I gotta run, but I'll talk to you okay, soon. Okay, thank you. Hi, welcome uh, to the program. Hi. Good morning. Hi, Sue. Yeah. I just wanted to say I watched the Grammys not in in its entirety, but when uh, Smokey Robinson was on there and Stevie Wonder, who I love, I was really amazed at those young. I think there was four um, young boys dancing. Oh, my God. Well, that's a good part of it. i got to run, but thank you. Uh, you know, if you haven't called this hour and you want to comment on that song, W-I-C-H, hi. Hi. <clears throat> I'm surprised. I was listening to my radio and you were still talking. Um, I, um, I, I just said, that, leave it to Dolly. I think it was... Great, and um, how many times do, uh, people are probably thinking about how many times did my father say, "Don't make me come down there"? <laughs> that's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah, so I, I, I like that, and I think it was good. The only thing is, my radio isn't too good, so I couldn't hear everything she was saying. But really, what's the matter with your radio, huh? Pardon? What's the matter with your radio? Well, some days it comes in really good. Oh. I think it's somebody doing something in the neighborhood, uh -oh. and then I get the static. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. So today I'm is... Of, I'm thinking of investing in a new one, though. <laughs> yes. My radios are old. How old is I your radio? Think... What's that? How old is your radio? Oh, crying out loud, I, I don't even know. Mm. It's old. <laughs> well, I I wouldn't I, say it's as old as me, but it's old. I I wish it better weather or something so you can hear us clearer. That would be great. Yeah, but I don't think it's the weather either because I've noticed that. You mm -hmm. know, it wasn't when the weather was one way or another. It's just I think somebody in the neighborhood's doing something. I can picture. You know, I can maybe, picture. Maybe they're computers or something. Yeah, that affected. could be. I don't yeah. know. I could picture Dolly writing a song like that because she's such yeah. a decent person, and you, you you watch the news and you go, "How can people do this?" Oh, mm -hmm. I, you know. Yes. So. Don't That's make me come down. <laughs> pardon? Don't make me come down out there. Yeah. Yes, um, but that's why I won't listen to my the news and everything because it's too just 
despondent. It's very <laughs> disturbing. It is very disturbing. And, uh, yes. Oh, well, listen, it's great to hear from you. I'm glad you got in. Thank you. Yeah, I was surprised I did. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Oh, yes. So many things to talk about, and yet the news is coming up. So save your thoughts for after 1 o'clock. We're going to have a lunchtime oldie break as we dust off the vinyl and the CDs and the tapes and give you some uh, just a lot of fun next hour on this February the 6th. Getting close to Valentine's Day. Don't forget to get your Valentine's cards early. You don't want, you know, just two or three to choose from. <laughs> get them now. Get the best. Good. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 W233DV in Norwich. We're on FM, too. 50 degrees. Amazing. It's noon. What's up? Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A powerful 7.8 magnitude earthquake has rocked wide swaths of Turkey and neighboring Syria, toppling hundreds of buildings and trapping residents under mounds of rubble or pancake floors. Turkey's President Erdogan says dozens of countries have offered help, but the death toll is continuing to climb. Recep Tayyip Erdogan says help has been offered from some 45 countries in the aftermath of the deadly earthquake and powerful still ongoing aftershocks hitting southeast Turkey and northern Syria. Erdogan adds thousands of people have been injured, many rescued from collapsed structures, explaining because the debris removal efforts are still continuing, we do not know how high the number of dead and injured will be. He adds our hope is that we recover from this disaster with the least loss of life possible. And I pray that God protects us and all humanity from such natural disasters. I'm Charles Diladesma. Currently, the death toll is at 2,300. Also at townhall.com, a majority of Democrats don't want President Biden on the ticket in 2024. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton with that report. As the president makes plans for a re-election bid, members of his own political party are increasingly looking for someone else. A new APNORC poll shows just 37% of Democrats say they want Mr. Biden to seek a second term. That's down sharply from last fall. The poll indicates that age is a factor. Only one in four Democrats under the age of 45 wants the president, who is 80 years old, to run for the White House again. Greg Clugston, Washington. Stocks are lower on Wall Street as markets face more earnings reports from big U.S. companies this week. The Dow is off 122 points. The Nasdaq down 98. More at townhall.com. Fleet Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. 
Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. The Israeli army killed several Palestinian militants during a raid in a refugee camp in Jericho. Israeli forces say they raided the camp to capture suspected Hamas militants after an attempted shooting at a restaurant in a nearby Israeli settlement just over a week ago. Israeli forces have carried out months of search and arrest raids in the West Bank following a series of deadly attacks in Israel early last year. Tensions rose sharply at the end of last month after 10 Palestinians were killed in a raid on Janine refugee camp and a lone Palestinian gunman killed seven people outside a synagogue. BBC correspondent Yolanda Nell. India preparing to relaunch its INS aircraft carrier after a major refit. It's a critical step toward fulfilling its plan to deploy two carrier battle groups as it seeks to strengthen its regional maritime power. That's in order to counter China's increasing assertiveness. Breaking news at townhall.com. Two Indiana law enforcement officers shot and wounded during a traffic stop. The suspect is dead. Indiana State Police say both officers' injuries are not life-threatening. The shooting happened around 3.15 in the morning in Mitchell, about 75 miles from Indianapolis. Officials say the suspect's vehicle was pulled over for a traffic violation. A police dog sniffed out drugs, and officers found narcotics. When they tried to handcuff the man, he ran. Officers caught him. That's when officials say the suspect pulled a gun and fired at the officers who shot and killed him. The shooting is being investigated and body and dash cam video reviewed. I'm Julie Walker. Maryland officials preparing for as many as 80,000 residents who could no longer qualify for Medicaid coverage this spring. That's because the federal government is reinstating a requirement that existed before the pandemic for states to verify the eligibility of recipients. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody makes his memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic food. There's a bar in far Bombay Come fly with me Let's fly, let's fly away Come fly with me Let's float down to Peru In Lama Land There's a one-man band And he'll toot his flute for you Come fly with me Let's take off in the blue I get you up there Where the air is rarefied We'll just fly starry-eyed Once I get you up there I'll be holding you so near You may hear angels cheer Cause we're together Otherwise, it's such a lovely day Just say the words 
and we'll beat the birds down to Acapulco Bay. It's perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Once I get you up there Where the air is rarefied We'll just lie starry-eyed Once I get you up there I'll be holding you so near You may hear angels cheer Cause we're together Weather-wise, it's such a lovely day You just say the words and we'll beat the birds down to Acapulco Bay It's perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly Pack up, let's fly away Uh, that song, uh, I was driving in today. I said, oh, it's a nice day to play that song to start our lunchtime oldie hour. So, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Let's get into some tunes for you. A little wedding bell blues. Marilyn McCoo, Billy Davis, and the Dimension.
story attached to that. Marilyn McCoo, who sang most of that song, and uh, Billy with Billy Davis. They were at the group and they fell in love and got married. I think recently they celebrated their 50th anniversary. And there's a song where she's uh, singing about the wedding bell blues with them. Kind of tied in very nicely what developed with their romance. Perry Como sang a song, Temptation, many, many years ago. It was a, He had so many hits, that was one of them. And the Everly Brothers surprised so many people when they recorded it. Much different from the way Perry did. But it became a pretty good hit for them. Here are the Everly Brothers with Temptation. And it worked. Como's version was a little bit different, a little softer than that, but I kind of dug that out of the vault. I thought it might be interesting. Temptation. That's a great word, isn't it? You're tempted. You have temptation. Sometimes you can see it in your eyes. You have temptation eyes. She's got something that moves my soul. 
temptation eyes look like when my dog was hungry he'd give me that look oh, yeah. so the grassroots on WICH boy if the weather stays warm this week uh, who knows the flowers may be blooming I know it's a far way till spring in the meantime it was WICH weather is uh, comfortable today temperatures in the 50s overnight lows will be uh, comfortable too in the 30s and more of the same weather tomorrow maybe just a little bit cooler and then on Wednesday could be a little bit warmer so we'll take this one currently it is 50 degrees got the winter blues you know the feeling that you need to change your surroundings instead of the same old same old Bill's bedding has the cure with a new lazy boy recliner just imagine the comfort and styling of the most trusted and reliable recliner in the world waiting for you in your living room Lazy Boy recliners have so many features that other chairs don't have and are infinitely adjustable to fit anyone comfortably. And Bills has all types of Lazy Boy recliners, from mechanical chairs to power recliners with power headrests and power lumbar for even more relaxation. And Bills has a great in-stock availability for all styles and types for immediate delivery. For more savings, you can apply for Bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no interest or finance charges. Free delivery and removal of your old recliner is also included. So put those winter blues away with a new Lazy Boy recliner now on sale at Bill's Bedding and Furniture and Lazy Boy Comfort Studio at 640 North Main Street in Danielson or visit them on the web at BillsBedding.com. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ct. 
NT State Jobs for more information. Friday, February 10th, come join in a celebratory evening at the Norwich Holiday Inn for the Norwich Events Organization Annual Gala honoring John Shishmanian, Grand Marshal of the Norwich Winterfest Parade and Deanna Rhodes, Grand Marshal of Norwich St. Patrick's Parade. All the fun starts at 6 p.m. and will feature a buffet dinner, silent auction, music, and cash bar. Come meet this year's Grand Marshals. Tickets are $50 and all proceeds from this event benefit the Norwich Events Organization that brings you the St. Patrick's Day Parade, Winterfest Parade, the 4th of July Fireworks, and First Fridays. Reserve your seats today by logging on to GoNorwichCT.com. Again, this gala will take place on Friday, February 10th at 6 p.m. at the Norwich Holiday Inn, 10 Laura Boulevard in Norwich. Reserve your tickets at GoNorwichCT.com and honor Grand Marshals John Shishmanian and Deanna Rhodes and help support all the wonderful events brought to you by the Norwich Events Organization. All right, let's see. What year should we go back to? Hmm? All right, let's try this one. 1966. I once found love, found love just like you But then he came, he might come to you And don't you know that everybody's got to lose somebody sometime But everybody can To lose somebody sometimes, so take care that you don't lose your heart. And take my advice, and you'll always find, and you'll be happy all of the time. Take my advice, and you will see, you'll be happy as you can be. to have that day and don't you know that everybody's got to love somebody sometime everybody's got to win a heart everybody's got to love somebody sometime when you do I hope you never part you never part listen people listen people Well, we're listening for the people. Let's listen to the music a little bit with the Doobie Brothers. They're good little doobies. WICH, our lunchtime break. Glad you could be with us.
He's also, uh, if you see The Godfather, he plays the singer in the first Godfather movie. Hmm? Ready for a little Bristol stomp? Now that the weather's better. Try it, you'll be sharp as a pistol. Bristol stop. Really something when the joint is jumping when they do the Bristol stop. It's Bristol, 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 Bristol
was a number one hit for the Dovells with their lead singer Len Barry, who left the group a couple of years after that. But when a song is so popular, they try to make the follow-up song similar. So the follow-up to the Bristol Stomp was a song called Bristol Twistin' Annie. We did a little Bristol music. How about a lady's choice, hmm? Maybe you remember this when you went to a sock hop in the 50s or early 60s. You may have had a slow dance with this song. I'll be home. Walk you home in the moon. 
song I'll Be Home, and uh, that was also recorded by Pat Boone, who did well with it. Those are the flamingos. You may have some on your lawn. The popular, they only have eyes for you is their biggest hit, of course. Haven't played this one in a while by the Dixie Cups. It's a cute little name for a group, the Dixie Cups. This was their biggest hit. Go to the chapel and we're gonna get married go to the chapel and we're gonna get married we are really
one of the biggest hits of 1964, the Chapel of Love, Dixie Cups, on WICH. You know, when Buddy Holly left the Crickets, the Crickets still made some noise with some music. They recorded this song. from the neighborhood Keep saying you sure look good with your blue eyes Pretty blue eyes Saw you from my window My heart skipped a beat Gonna sit by your doorstep today so I can tell you what I have to say that I love you I love you pretty blue eyes saw you from my Those are the crickets without their buddy there and uh, pretty blue eyes. Well, I like to do this every day. Go into the vault and find a song that I've never heard of before so we can hear the song for the first time. Or maybe you've heard it before. So here it is. The Cougars, Saturday night at the Duck Pond. Let's see how this sounds.
I couldn't resist it. The title was so good. Saturday Night at the Duck Ponds. Sounding a lot like the Ventures in that one. The group is called the Cougars. Really? Yeah. All right. We both heard that together, maybe for the first time. Here come the Drifters. Every time my baby and I have a quarrel, I swear I won't give in. Then my baby starts to smile at me. I just can't win When my little girl is smiling There's nothing more I can say see somebody without a smile, you give them yours. You know how that works, right? The Drifters, who had so many different lead singers, and yet they all had hits. Just remarkable. Great number of songs that they had on the charts. All right, let's call in some angels. We can always use some of those. She's the 
Crests. I remember him sitting right across from me in this studio talking about uh, some of the hits by the Crests. That was one of their big ones. We're going to have a, a little shakedown coming up in just a moment. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline to apply is March 15th. Grants will be awarded for the next academic year. So, go to ctba.org to download the application form and apply now. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound! Loose puck! Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. You've heard of the expression shakedown? Well, here's one by Gregory Abbott. I haven't played this one in a very long time. I'm going to shake you down. In a nice way. It's a nice way.
Yes, I do. Now give me just a little Missing you. And you know, it's funny. Every time I get to feeling this way, I wish I had you near me. I want to reach out and touch you. I can't stop thinking of the things we do. The way you call me, baby, when I'm holding you. I shake and I shiver when I know you're near. Then you Shake You Down. Very romantic song. We have time for another shake song. All right? Maybe you're having a milkshake for lunch. Get out in that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Get out in that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Well, roll my breakfast because I'm a hungry I said shake, round and roll. 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 Well, you'll never do nothing to save your dog or soul. Wearing those dresses, your head gone up so nice. Wearing those dresses, your head gone up so nice. So warm, but your heart is cold as ice. I said, shake, rattle and roll. 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 Well, you never do nothing to save your dog or soul. Go! 
seafood store. I'm like a one-eyed cat peeping in a seafood store. I can look at you, tell you don't love me no more. I believe you're doing me wrong, and now I know. little bit of a was a jitterbug or anyway it's a song that uh, you could do a lot of different dances to Bill Haley and the Comets who had the uh, rock around the clock song that came from a movie called the Blackboard Jungle and the song emerged from that movie if you ever get a chance to see it it's a, you know it's about uh, teenagers that got into trouble like Rebel Without a Cause kind of thing. And from that movie, Rock Around the Clock, and it just kept coming back till it was a number one hit. Still to this day, one of the most popular rock songs ever. We got a news break coming up, and then uh, you know what happens next hour. Good, could you tell me? Oh, it's Anything Goes. We do a little bit of everything. Sometimes some comedy stuff, some serious stuff, and Call-ins are welcome as well. WICH AM 1310 Norwich, 0.5 FM W233 DB. It is now 1 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. USGS seismologist Europe Adewil says the earthquake in Turkey was a major earthquake for the region. 7.8 is very destructive, and the effect of of that earthquake can be seen in Turkey and in Syria because it happened like on the border between the two countries and it was it was felt all the way to Beirut in uh, Lebanon and all the way to Baghdad in Iraq. Major aftershocks have continued. The death toll 2300. Ariana Schuyler Mastro, a fellow in China studies at Stanford University says for the Biden administration, the decision to go public and then shoot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon marks a break from dealing with Beijing on such matters privately. I think what the administration is hoping for is that this cancellation signals to China that they have to improve their behavior before they can engage in a productive relationship with the United States. China has accused the U.S. of indiscriminate use of force. Also at townhall.com, President Biden may be making plans for a re-election bid, but it appears a majority of Democrats don't want him on the ticket in 2024. A new AP Newark poll shows just 37% of Democrats say they want Mr. Biden to seek a second term. That's down sharply from last fall. The poll indicates that age is a factor. Only one in four Democrats under the age of 45 wants the president, who is 80 years old, to run for the White House again. And Wall Street stocks have been lower. The Dow is down 70 points and the Nasdaq off 105. More on these stories at townhall.com.
We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. Ukraine's defense minister being replaced after being caught up in corruption allegations involving inflated food supply prices. After days of denying the rumors, it was announced last night that Alexei Reznikov will be replaced by 37-year-old Kirill Budinov, who was promoted from Chief of Military Intelligence. Party members said Mr. Reznikov would become Minister for Strategic Industries to make the department perform better, but he has said he'll turn down the role as he doesn't have the expertise. Mr. Reznikov has denied reports some of his officials agreed to inflated prices for food supplies, but it seems he has too fallen into a wider anti-corruption drive by President Zelensky. BBC correspondent James Waterhouse. About 200,000 Russians have left their homeland for Serbia since the start of the war in Ukraine. Many are seeking a new life in a fraternal Slavic country free from Kremlin oppression. Some fled to avoid being drafted. Breaking news at townhall.com. Across the retail landscape, businesses have been putting items under lock and key. It's a quick way to stop thieves. Some are considering extreme measures, including Rite Aid. Its chief retail officer recently said Rite Aid is looking at, quote, literally putting everything behind showcases to ensure the products are there for customers who want to buy it. But by trying to solve one problem, these businesses may be creating another, turning off shoppers with overreaching measures. Of course, one of Jeremy House. Officials were working to prevent any major explosion from the smoldering wreckage of an Ohio train derailment. It happened near the Pennsylvania state line as the governor activated the Ohio National Guard to help the village where many residents had to evacuate. The village of East Palestine says authorities have begun to enforce the evacuation order. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Howdy, folks. It's my Western style here. A lot of people were born on this day, huh? A lot of people. People that we would know, of course. Babe Ruth was born in 1895. Babe Ruth. Son of a gun. Little bit. He was in, you know, uh, oh, orphanages and uh, just a tough, growing up tough, but boy, could he play baseball. Also on this date, Ronald Reagan was born in 1911 on this very day. Zsa Zsa Gabor on this date was born in uh, 1917. I think there were three Gabor sisters, the Zsa Zsa, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll think of it probably in the middle of the night. 
Pajaja was, I guess, the most popular of the Gabor sisters. And on this date, one of the great names in history, an actor by the name of Rip Torn. I wonder if that was his real name, Rip Torn. I guess his parents were mad at him or something, and uh, you're going to be called Rip Torn. It must have been a lot of fun through the years having a name like that. He's a pretty good actor, I believe, Rip Torn. Of course, Valentine's Day is coming up very, very soon, so we'll have a lot of stuff about that. On this day, Bob Marley was born. Great singer. And on this day in 1965, the Righteous Brothers lost that love and feeling. Oh, it was number one. And Muhammad Ali... TKO's Ernie Terrell in 15 rounds for the heavyweight boxing title. Muhammad Ali. Boy, he was an interesting guy, wasn't he? And what a terrific boxer. Amazing. Muhammad Ali. What he did for boxing. We need need another Muhammad Ali, don't we? Something to get people's interest in boxing again. But he kept everybody's interest in it, didn't he? Hmm? And on this day in 1999, excerpts of Monica Lewinsky's videotape testimony were shown at Bill Clinton impeachment trial. Amazing, the stuff through the years, huh? Just amazing stuff. Okay, now we have some surveys. By the way, if you'd like to check in, the number is always, or has been anyway, 889-5252, Five two five two is the telephone number. If there's anything we can help you with, anything you'd like to comment about, certainly if I don't have the answer, I know I can get some help from our friends, you. As far as birthday cakes today, by the way, Tom Brokaw is 83, Bob Molly 78, would have been 78, Nicole, Natalie Cole would have been 73. Hmm. So there are some of the people on this birth date that we kind of alluded to. And if you're talking about birthdays tomorrow, we have a big birthday for Chris Rock. Every time we hear the name Chris Rock, we think of him getting slapped at the Academy Awards. But he's slapping a birthday on tomorrow. And Chris Rock is going to be... May I have the envelope, please? 58. I thought he was younger, but he's going to be 58 tomorrow. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Mr. Sue. Yes, Lawrence. What's up? Well, was, uh, you know, I'm interested in the weather, so um, I always watch the uh, Weather Channel. Not only that, they have a lot of interesting things throughout the world mm-hmm. on, on, on weather. So, uh, But anyways, right here in our own hometown, or around here, uh, Mount Washington. I don't know if you knew that that peak... Three a uh, six thousand uh, foot peak, and um, Friday peak. afternoon, mm-hmm. Friday afternoon, um, the wind was clocked at uh, ninety six miles an hour and gust up to one hundred and twenty seven miles an hour, and the wind chill was a uh, minus minus one hundred and eight degrees, and that broke all time records on top of Mount Washington. Uh, yeah, one hundred and eight minus one hundred and eight minus one hundred and eight degrees. <laughs> and Gus, the Gus was clocked at 127 miles an hour. 
I can't even imagine being out for a minute in that. They got an observatory, you know, on top up there, and they they stay in there. You know, the the mm-hmm. weather people stay inside. They can come out uh, if they want for a couple of minutes or do whatever they do. But um, it's quite a place. Um, uh, you, you ever been there? I've been to the top of uh, Mount Washington no, before. No, no, I haven't. No, I... it's quite a place to see. You know, on a beautiful, clear day. <laughs> You know, like in uh, July or August, if you get a beautiful, clear day, which you don't too often there, you can see actually see the ocean. So how does that work, uh, Larry? How do you get to get to the top of Mount Washington? Well, believe it or not, back in 1976, I believe. Don't call me that. But 1976, I went to Mount Washington with a couple of other guys Mm -hmm. uh, running, and we we stayed at the bottom of the mountain. We we and we ran. It's a road race in July every year. You run from the bottom of Mount Washington to the top of Mount Washington, one hill straight up, seven miles. Oh my God! You must have been in some incredible shape to do that. Yeah, and I ran that. I ran that race. Seven miles running up Mount Washington. Yeah, straight up, <laughs> one hill. <laughs> oh my God! I can't yeah. even imagine walking yeah, up there. I, ne- I never drove up it. If you look, sometimes you see a lot of cars driving around. They have um, mm-hmm. stickers on the back of the car. This car drove up Mount Washington. Oh, and you can you can also, which is really nice, if you have a computer, you go online. They have a, a lot of pictures of Mount Washington. They're beautiful pictures, and uh, also you can take the the cogway, the railway cogway, from the bottom to the top, also. So you ran up, and what was it like? You didn't run down, did you? Actually, it was, I think, in, uh, it was in the 50s, uh, 60s up below. And mm-hmm. when we got to the top, it was in the 30s. Mm-hmm. This was in July. Gee. Yeah, very, very different temperature as you're going up. You can actually feel a difference in the how, temperatures. But How do you get uh, in that's that? That's quite a place. Anybody ever gets a chance to, to it's only like a four-hour a ride from here, and it's a very nice place to visit for even a like a one day trip. Can you imagine? Can you think back? Can you imagine yourself running up seven miles up there? No, I can't today. No, not today. No. But I mean, gee. No. I mean, that's no. Back then, when back then, when you're in your twenties, uh, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, you think you can do anything, <laughs> you know, when you're that well, young. And you did. And you did it. And you did it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's quite a story. Yeah, something I wanted to do. So, uh, mm-hmm. and for me, it was to finish, not not to have a time, not to get a time, and not mm-hmm. to not to where I finished. It didn't matter to me where I finished or what my time was. My t- my thing whole was was that I could do it. You could do and it and finish. You, you did. Well, what about <laughs> what about the guys that were with you? Were they able to finish that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All good. All good runners. All belong to the uh, the running group Mahegan Striders. Well, I bet you wouldn't have run with 126 below zero, 100 and whatever. <laughs> no, that's why you got that. That's why they have the race in July. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, July and August are two of the are two of the nicest months uh, uh, to travel on top of the uh, to travel up to the to the mountain. And it's still when yeah. you got up there it was only 30 degrees. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So temperature is very very different from the bottom to the top because don't forget you climb at 6,000 feet <laughs> to the atmosphere. Wow. So, I'm just happy yeah. when I can get out of a chair. Uh, well, listen, <laughs> thank you, buddy, for that. 
All right. I'm going to bring you over to the post, too, when I get you a chance. Uh, yesterday's post and today's mm -hmm. post, uh, the post. Boy, they, you can't beat them for, for front-page pictures. They got the balloon on uh, Saturday's, Saturday's post. They got the big balloon on the front page. It says, pop this balloon. And, and yesterday's post... It says, pop secret, spy balloon finally shot down. And it got a picture of the, the balloon being blown up and falling out of the sky. They are great. <laughs> they are great. I love the post, too. All right. Um, you're now my running hero. Thank you. See ya. Hello. Welcome to the program. Well, I've seen, I, I, I don't know Larry personally, but now I see him in a whole different light. I, um, I hiked out up Mount Washington when I was a kid in Girl Scout camp, but my husband, my father-in-law, and my niece. My husband is 61, and I'm not sure when he did it, but I have a photo of the three of them completing uh, three different generations with medals on their neck running up Mount Washington. I did not go with them, but like Larry said now, my husband has a sticker on the back of his car, and it says... The driver of this car ran Mount Washington. You know, it's tough enough to run seven miles, but then when you're running up a hill, it's... it's. And I, too, uh, I was asked to run with the Mohegan Striders, but I never did because they were much better than me. But I'm like Larry. I used to be a runner as well, and my very first half marathon, I just wanted to finish it. And, mm -hmm. you know, you always do better than you think if you're a runner. You know, he's listening, but it's true. Um, but uh, And I was like 40 when I did that, so I was impressed and I used to go to the dentist and I'd have a shirt that my father-in-law had given me from a race, New Bedford Half Marathon or Hyannis and my dentist would say, oh did you run that? And I would sadly say, no. What's and finally when I did, I said mm -hmm. yes I did and I was proud of it. So, <laughs> What's the furthest you ever ran? Uh, half Marathon 13.1. Uh, 13.1, wow. Yeah, and then I didn't have to stop. I didn't have to walk. And, you know, I was athletic in high school, you know, gymnastics, cheerleading, you know, climbing trees. And I was always, but, you know, I never got into running. I didn't run track in high school or any of that. But uh, my in-laws, uh, my mother-in-law, who's 85 now, who doesn't run anymore, but when I ran my first half marathon, I ran with her, and I actually trained with her to do it. So, you, you know, we'd run eight miles, ten um, I think I ran 12 at the end. It was just to, you don't really have to. Like, if you can get by 10, your adrenaline just kicks in and you kind of do it. But I had no desire to run like that. And we used to run like, um, oh, the Manchester Road Race every year. Uh, you know, the local stuff. Um, Mystic things in Newport. I ran, uh, um, I don't want to brag, but I ran th three miles once. And the only reason hey. I did that, there was a dog chasing me. I was going <laughs> But, well, there uh, was a Dairy Queen truck in front of you. <laughs> yeah, but throughout, I thought I couldn't believe it. I ran three miles, but yeah. it, it's it's a whole different um, beast. Um, running is you got to just you get in a groove, and all of a sudden you just get your kick going. And like my mm -hmm. last three miles, um, I just did better than I thought. And like I said, I was never a runner, never wanted to be a runner, and it was fun while it lasted. I think I stopped when I was in my late forties. But it's it's difficult. It's hard in your joints and. Uh, even if you keep yeah, skinny. A, you know, people want to get in shape. It's not fair. And then uh, years later, I see these friends, and they got knee trouble. So I think, man. My husband only weighs like 150, 155, five foot eight, and he, he doesn't run anymore, but he runs only in the summer and the spring. Like, he's completely taken off for the winter. And yeah. it's been a good winter, so I'm, I'm shocked. But he's run the Boston Marathon before, and so has my father-in-law. No kidding. 26 yeah, they were, miles. They were in the paper one year because... Uh, 
they called the paper. He knew a friend, and he knew Johnny Kelly, the Johnny Kelly, you know, the, uh, mm-hmm. the local one. And uh, somehow they got their name in the paper saying father and son run Boston Marathon together. And um, So you and your husband was, used to run around together. Yeah, but yeah, but we never ran together. Like, we'd go park someplace, not parking, and I'd run 10 mm-hmm. and he'd run 15 to, to train, mm-hmm. and we'd come back at the same time. Oh well, because he was fast and I wasn't, so we didn't run together, but we did run around together. We dated him in high school. He was only sixteen. <laughs> well, and we're still together thirty-seven years later. So well, that's pretty neat. Uh, yeah. Well, Larry, congratulations. That's um, that's neat to hear that other people have done that. It is like you said, when you get to the top, it's freezing, even in the summer. All right. So, thanks for sharing, Anna. You bet. Bye. See ya. Got a healthy audience out there, huh? Hey, seven days until Valentine's Day. Get your chocolates, get your flowers, ladies and gentlemen. Get your diamond rings. Charles Dickens was born on this day. All right, Charles, how'd it go? He was born in 1812. I love this stuff that comes in. Jimmy, uh, Pinocchio, second Disney movie, premiered on this very day. The second full-length animated Walt Disney film was Pinocchio. That was a good one. About a kid who was lying all the time, and then uh, he quit lying and became a real boy. A real boy. I don't know if he ever lived after that, but he had one big schnoz for a while. Well, the Super Bowl is coming. I'm sure you knew that, right? And uh, because Super Bowl is coming up, they people are starting to get their... Frito-Lay treats. 49% of people say running out of snacks is worse than their team losing the Super Bowl. (laughs) Can you believe that? 62% of Super Bowl watchers get snack refills during the Super Bowl commercials. Sometimes I think the commercials are the best part, actually. 30% of people have gotten into an argument over snack flavors. 59% of people have bonded over snack preferences. We are strange humans, aren't we? Sheesh. Oh, by the way, in 15, uh, there's 15 days left before Mardi Gras. You don't want to miss that. All right, a lot of things going on. Do we have anybody else who would like to run to the phone and check in with us at 889-5252? I was so proud when I did three miles and I hear these... People doing 13, 26... You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett city it's always worth the time for over 50 years ron's guns at 194 boston post road and east line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing you see some folks look at guns as a second amendment right a vital part of their personal security others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post how you feel about guns is totally up to you providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to ron's ron's guns at 194 boston post road in east lime how many people know their neighbors 
Hmm, do you know your neighbors? Would you like me to introduce you? 10% of people speak to their neighbors no more than once a month. 50% of people have no interaction with any of their neighbors. Imagine that. Boy, things sure have changed. Everybody uh, knew their neighbors when we were growing up. Some of them we were sorry we did, but most of the time it was very nice. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. There's so many people that move into this town. I'll never know any of them. Really? But, you? Yeah. Such a friendly person like you? Well, you could <clears throat> know people when you're working behind a register. Mm -hmm. You know, like I did for so many years. And I mean, <clears throat> I probably cross paths with everybody listening if they've lived in Norwich a long time, because all my jobs are in Norwich. You know, I started out with Buy It Right way over there towards the Motor Vehicle Department in the Barker's old plaza. Oh, yeah, Barker's, good old Barker's. So I started out there. Well, no, wait. I started out at Lom's, learned cashiering. Of course, I was doing cooking, but learned, Manny taught me cashiering, and I love working for Greeks. They are such decent people. Um... Then from there, because I had the cashiering experience, I went over to Buy It Right, which was run by Better Value, an offshoot. I worked there uh, for uh, quite an amount of time. And then I made my way up to the Lisbon Better Value, and then over here to Charlie's. Um, I call it Charlie's Better Value. Oh, um, you've been around. I used to go to the Lisbon Better Value. Yep, yeah. I worked up there, and then I um, made it over here to Hamilton Avenue, and that's where I was until the 90s, till, um I had um, my... Uh, well, I was caring, and I had to quit. It's funny. Um, Mike Stankowitz says to me, You want to work Sunday? I said, No... I can't. Well, guess what? I had my son the next day, <laughs> of all things, but then I never went back. So that nope. was that, and then that we made it. our way through the military. So, mm -hmm. um, But what I wanted to tell you, oh, and Larry, oh, yeah, he was really the track star at NFA because, like I said, in 72, I remember playing after school for one of his track meets. Um, no kidding, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I've seen Larry, too. Um, yeah, in the, what I was going to tell you in the USA Today, this is another one from last week. You know, you remember Biden went down and met with the Canadian um, Trudeau and, and whatever down in Mexico maybe a week and a half ago, right? Well, I know what they were concocting down there. First of all... They were concocting something? Yep. Aero Mexico, making it easy to fly between Mexico and the U.S., launching a route May 1st. Once daily route will be the first to connect Mexico City's Felipe Angeles International Airport with, get this, the George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston. So... They're going to make it real easy for people just to hop on that plane and land right in Houston. Never mind walking the border anymore. And guess what? What? The immigrants in New York City are telling um, Adams, it's too dirty here. We want to go to Canada. 
Well, that's up to Canada, I guess. Isn't that a riot? Listen, I have a, I have a question for you. You remember when you were a bowler? Yeah. Were you into politics then? Um, you know, I, I think I had it ingrained in my head mm. when I watched the Smothers Brothers. Unbeknown oh. to me, just watching it. But actually, you know, if you want to say it like that, you know, actually, yeah. I had to, my mother made me sit down and watch when I was a kid, JFK's funeral, RFK's funeral. I would buy books from Weekly Reader, Who Shot RFK. I was into UFOs. I was into the Loch Ness Monster. I was into the Bermuda Triangle. I wow. always had an inquiring mind, and those were the kind of books I was biting, buying in Weekly Reader. And when I met my husband, we talked politics. He knew all the whoever congressmen and senators, you name it. And, you know, his grandfather was in the military in World War II, and, of course, I was born. Well, my father had me late in life. He was in his 40s, and my mother, too. So he was a World War II veteran. So we had a lot in common, but we really hit it off on politics, yeah? Susan, this is your life. How did you meet your husband? Um... Up at Village Pizza. Well, Village Pizza, okay. Because his his father was um, mm -hmm. uh, a fire chief down in Groton, and he had a friend um, from the fire department up here, Preston City, and and he lived in Preston, so he would drive up here, and between going from uh, Charlie's Better Value to my job up at the church, because I cleaned the church, I was the church section up at the Congregational Church by the Firehouse for six years. Every day I was there after work. So I was constantly up and at them, you know? And so I, go, I would go in there for my supper or afternoon, whatever, sit down, have a burger, and then go clean the church. You always had you had so much energy. You seemed to, I bet you when you were a baby, you changed your own diapers. <laughs> I mean, you have this energy. It's amazing. Well, you know, I probably got that from my mother, because I'm thinking to myself, my mother and father were dairy farmers, and mm -hmm. when my mother was carrying me, <clears throat> I was out in the, no wonder I loved the farm life, I was out in the barn, in her stomach, listening to the mooing and, and all the goings on of the farm. You were listening to the mooing when you, well, before you were... Uh you know what's Born? funny? When mm -hmm. I ran the register over here, Charlie's Better Value, mm -hmm. um, my son that I was carrying, he knows numbers and money. Oh. It, and so I'm wondering if he can get that because of the constant, you know, activity that he heard in my stomach when I was doing the register and all that kind of stuff. I, you never know. Who would know? Well, you know? I, I believe you know, like that. I wouldn't doubt anything, uh, really. You know, there's still we're still learning about things every day. Well, you're an interesting young lady, and uh, you might be great at a talk show. Would you like that? Oh, I, I have. Well, I relate things that I find out. The only one disturbing thing I heard at 4 a.m. You know what it was? I, I can't I imagine. I know I heard on some news station they were finding the debris so they could give it back to China. 
that is wrong. You do not give that kind of give it of back to China. To China. Oh my God! Yeah, That's, I heard that, but right. you know, I'm telling you, you only hear it in the middle of the night. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know. Sure, maybe what you're listening to maybe not as accurate as some of the other news people. No, yes, maybe. Well, normally I listen to stations that have conservative people on them, mm-hmm. like Ben Ferguson. And, well, they don't have to be totally honest either. So. Well, it's it, it. It was the news station, and would I believe that he would give it back? I believe he would. I think probably a lot of other people out there believe that too. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it's a pleasure, Susan. I got to run, but thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. I got to run, but not too far. You know, I just, three mi- I don't know if I could run three miles again. I We walk a couple of miles, and uh, I'm trying to think what's the most, maybe five miles or so. Uh, my granddaughter, Mallory, can walk about eight, nine miles, no problem. Hmm. She's a few years younger than I. It is one uh, thirty, fifty-one degrees, fifty-one degrees more than we had last Friday. Not this past Friday, but you know, whenever the cold thing was, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll take it. So a little bit of uh, Better Homes and Gardens says eight billion chalky candy hearts will be sold for Valentine's Day. I don't like the chalky ones, do you? Hmm. Takes 11 months to make the hearts before the majority of them are sold within six weeks of Valentine's Day. Don't they put little, they write little things on them? Can't be a lot to write. 58 million pounds of chocolate will be sold and consumed during the week of Valentine's Day. 47% of people plan to buy themselves a box of candy for Valentine's Day. Hmm. Candy, flowers, always very popular. WICH, welcome. Hello. Hello. Yes, so we do have a good clock man in town. I know because he's did a lot of repairing for me and my friends. My old old clocks that we had hanging around are ticking and and playing their tunes now. You're talking now about Phil and Jewett? in Jewett City is a uh, radio man. Is there anyone around that fixes these table radios, or regular radios, so that we can get the station WICH 1310? <laughs> so where are you, in Jewett City? Where? Well, I'm out, a little town out of Jewett City, mm-hmm. but I have a beautiful radio. Something happened to it. I don't know what it is, and I can't find anyone that can uh, find out. Maybe you just around, need, you know, fool around with it and see what's wrong with it. So you don't get anything on it? No, nothing, nothing. Hmm. I gotta have a radio. I've got one gone now, but I've gotta have a spare radio in the house. Okay, so the radio I, you have now is working. I shut, I shut it off one time and couldn't get it on again. And we bought three batches of batteries now. Uh, and, uh, so it wasn't the batteries then. You tried no, new batteries. Not the batteries. I don't know what it is, but wh- whoever plays with it, people that they don't know about radios, they just take a, a chance, you know. And uh, uh, batteries are no good. No, it's not that. But how, if someone around fools around with them. I'd like to know. So okay? how uh, how old is your radio? 
Is it very old? It's not very old. It's a Sony. It's a good radio. It's a beautiful radio. Hmm. I don't know what I did, what button I put or <clears throat> pushed the wrong button or whatever I did that the darn thing won't go on anymore. So is it rather small or is it a big thing? Or a table one, Stu. Yeah. A hmm. beautiful table one. Oh, maybe it's a, you should try all the buttons. You have nothing to lose. It's not working. We, we've sat here and pushed all buttons. Pushed all the buttons. <laughs> and tried another batch of uh, mm. batteries no. and pushed the buttons for these batteries. I got two bags of batteries here. <laughs> but he brought, this fella brought a battery charger up, mm. an old one, you know. Well, we got to get this they, going. And uh, they say that the batteries are dead, but I said, no, I'm not throwing them away there. Something's wrong with this charger. But well, maybe for Valentine's Day, Cupid will get you a radio. Oh, I don't need a radio. I like that one very much. I Where I work, they uh, uh, bought me that as a going-away gift. Mm. Very nice radio. I'd like to have it repaired. Well, I don't know what's wrong with it. Well, I know the clock guy, Phil, does a great job. I don't know who oh, does he radios. Does. He did a good job for me and my friends and my my sister dog. Yeah. Maybe uh, one of our listeners could tell you where people fix radios. We can find out for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. I love my transistor radio. I took that everywhere I went. Fortunately, I listened to it too much while I was doing homework. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hi. You know, um, I, I don't know how I got hooked on this. But, um, yeah, I was on my uh, iPhone and, you know, these ads or whatever they are come up. And uh, it really caught my eye because I'm I'm suffering from this, what they call um, vertigo. And um, it's been going on, you know, now for quite a few years. And so this this, um, pitch on the... (laughs) On the internet is for a a a, uh, a pill, but I mean they they talked for at least maybe twenty minutes to a half an hour before they give you any real information. Oh. And so I was just wondering, have you ever been caught up with one of those things? One of those things they're pushing to help you with vertigo? Yeah, yeah, or or <clears throat> any any uh, condition that you have. I mean, uh, I've come across many. many different uh, pitches for... You know, there's uh, so many of them, I... Yeah. i got to tell you, unless uh, unless a doctor tells me so, I don't really trust a lot of them. Well, that's true. I mean, it's very... You, you, you don't trust them, but, I mean, sometimes when you're... You know, you've been going through some problems for a long time, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're ready to, um, to, uh, to try anything. How often do you get vertigo? Well, I don't really know if it's vertical because they haven't been able to really diagnose my problem. I just keep getting bounced around from uh, one doctor to another. And, of course, anything that comes along that sounds good to me, I I grab onto it. So you don't know if it's exactly vertical? Vertical is when you get dizzy. Yeah. The room's going around. Now, I I found out that one of my medications that I was taking Mm -hmm. was um, making me dizzy and uh, giving me insomnia. Okay. Now you got to stop that one, of course. Yeah. Well, that was the point. The doctor brought me in to check on my condition, 
and to see if I was you know, had an infection or something or other. But any, anyway, uh, she took me off of that medication, and I've been off of it for about a week. Mm-hmm. And um, she tells me it's going to take from four to six weeks for it to get out of my system. And um, and so I, I have. I she gave me another medication which I haven't started because it takes forever to get through to a, 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 an official who will order the new prescription. Everything just takes days and days, and I've been without a prescription for this medication now for about a week. Hmm. So it, it's so frustrating, you know. You're ready to you're ready to try anything, and what what's really fishy about, uh, you know, what I'm talking about is they don't even tell you what it's going to cost you. They want you to sign up, and uh, for for six bottles, and you have to do it right away because mm-hmm. they're going to run out of product. I can't tell you what to do. But I personally I would not. I ter- personally would not mess around with it. Well, I would I I I agree with you, but um, you know uh, I don't know if you've ever go, uh, listened to one of these pitches because oh they, sure I have yeah yeah they go on and on and yeah, on I know, and you want to get to the end just tell me the end I don't care what's in this pill tell me what's in what's the end uh, if you, you know, had the um, I'm sorry you of all your problems. And, and, and it, but you don't know what it's going to cost you until you sign up. My, my mom used to get vertigo, and usually it was the because she ate something that, um, you know, got her dizzy. But you say... Really? You say that's a side effect from the medicine that you've been taking. So, right, right. So and that I can be resolved pretty quick as soon as well, it's out of your system. so. But mm-hmm. anyway, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, 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 I have a wonderful um, a, a physiatrist who I can talk to, and he, um, he, he, he'll, he'll do anything, you know, that I, I, that I come across, I, and I have, I'm going to talk to him about this, and, but of course, they give you the threat they're going to run out of medication, and you can't get it for, um, this new pill, you can't get it for another six months. I mean, there, there are all these threats. Well, there are so many. I know so many people that have uh, vertigo from time to time, and yeah, there, yeah. there are some pills that some people take, and it yeah. works for them. So, before you took this medicine, did you have vertigo? I've had it for a long time. It's been gradually mm-hmm. coming on to me for many years. <clears throat> Is it usually in the morning when you get up? Yes, yes, and mm-hmm. and it gets less and less as the day yeah, goes don't get on. Up, don't get up too quickly. I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's really a very strange combination of things that are you know are that are affecting me right now. Of course, I'm I'm 88 years old, so you know the doctors don't. Get, I know they're threatened by big pharma, and and uh, no, of course they're careful. Are you happy with your doctor? Number one, there's not a doctor. There's just so many doctors mm-hmm. that you have to see, and for different conditions. And they give you a medication that that causes you another problem. Well, some of them, you know, everybody's different with side effects. Some medications, people don't get them, and another medication, the same medication, somebody will get them. So That's true. And so sometimes you just ignore Mm -hmm. all the side effects because you say, oh, yeah, you know. No, uh, I'm never, so happy to have a new medication. Never ignore side effects. You've got to always tell your doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, So... 
Just be careful, all right? Yeah, I, I, I know you and I kind of think along the same lines. You yeah. know, we all always go on the side of, of um, caution. I would certainly trust my doctor more than I would somebody uh, pitching a, a <laughs> product on television. I know. And well, Why in the world do they have to talk? for 20 minutes to a half an hour before they get to the punchline. Well, they want to hook you in. That's yeah, what they do. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, anyway, Stu, right. I, 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 I don't talk to you very often, but it's very comforting. Well, keep in, touch, keep in touch with us, okay? Okay, well, thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. And how's the family? Would you like to go for a run with me after I get off of work? Hello? Hello there. Hi. Um, Stu, Dr. Stu. Dr. Um, Stu. You had a guest on uh, Vertigo, and I wrote down these notes. So, um, it's called Meneris disease, the inner ear, um, calcium, it affects the nerves. The cause is high blood pressure. Crystals form in the air by calcium. Uh, Magnesine, dramazine um, is the balance in the air. Is an unknown cause. Um, And that's what I know about that. You had a guest on at one time, and I wrote down all these notes. Well, I'll tell you, vertigo can be a number of things. It's truly, uh, you know, if you have a good doctor, they try to pinpoint it, and and the ear thing is certainly one of the possibilities. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, thank you. You're welcome. It's a horrible feeling. I've had it. Definitely had the dizzy feeling. My mom used to get it occasionally, and... uh, I had that dizzy thing and uh, turned out to be a virus a while ago, and I didn't know what was going on, and I I was taping a gentleman, and I said, man, I've had this problem. He said, oh, I have it too. It's going around. So you, you never know, but if, if you have a good doctor, they, they eliminate things. They check things to make sure this or that, and sometimes a lot of people will get up too fast, and you'll get that woozy feeling, or... If your blood pressure gets high, that could be another one. But you get a good doctor, they should check all of those things. It's a quarter of two. Anything goes this hour, except this good forecast. We'll keep this. Partly to mostly sunny today. Mild, mild, breezy, too. Temperatures in the upper 40s. Tonight, mostly clear. Overnight low, 24. Tomorrow, frosty start, becoming partly to mostly cloudy, breezy, and cooler. Passing showers are possible at night. Temperatures tomorrow in the low 40s. Wednesday, a passing shower very early in the morning, then partly to mostly sunny. Highs near 50. Thursday, increasing chance for rain, and the high will occur later in the day will be in the upper 40s. Friday, partly sunny, breezy, highs in the low 50s. Howdy-do. It's uh, 50 degrees right now at WICH AM and FM. What a difference a few days makes, huh? 
This is a shout out to all you lonely singles ages 62 to 78. Jeffrey's Extravaganza presents Baby Boomer Speed Dating. Come for the thrill and excitement of meeting up to 16 new romantic interests face to face. Ditch those dating apps and online websites. Statistics indicate three in ten encounters are a match. So what are you waiting for? Enjoy one free beverage and free hors d'oeuvres. Where, when, and how much, you say? Valentine's Day, of course, February 14th, 2 p.m., Christopher's Cafe in Groton. All this for only $96. Reservations necessary. Prepayment required. Your ship is sailing. Call Jeffrey today, 860-861-1667. I have a producer on the program uh, on Thursday at 11 o'clock. This gentleman has a book, and the, you're going to find it fascinating. It'll be at 11 o'clock. He is um, responsible for being part of some of the major motion pictures that uh, we have seen through the years. He's got a book out. He's met just about everybody. And uh, we'll tell you more about it as the week progresses, but that's going to be Thursday at 11 o'clock. One of the top producers from Hollywood. Speaking of Hollywood, the number one movie last year is, uh, last year, last weekend, Knock at the Cabin. The film cost $20 million to produce and earned another $7 million worldwide. Knock at the Cabin. Number two is 80 for Brady. Tom Br- Brady is in this uh, motion picture. It's about... Three 80-year-old people who get to go to the Super Bowl. Jane Fonda is one of them. And um, Sally Field. I guess it's a pretty good movie. It's number two. Avatar is number three. Puss in Boots is number four. And BTS is uh, number five from last weekend. Really don't know much about the movies except the one 80 for Brady. Tom Brady has a little role in that uh, film. So I guess maybe that's the next career for him, becoming an actor. By the way, he is still uh, retired. Nothing has changed. Still retired. This is interesting. In 1969, Yoko Ono divorced Tony Cox. Yoko was granted custody of their daughter, Kayoko. John Lennon married Yoko the following month. He was just waiting in line there, huh? Some of these stories that come in is uh, is amazing. I like to read them to you because they're amazing. (laughs) Ten excuses to get out of a date. Number one, you're not feeling well. Number two, a family member is ill. Number three, an emergency at work. Number four, you have a headache. Number five, you forgot about something important you need to do instead. Number six, tell them you realize you aren't ready for a relationship. I guess that's more, more honesty, huh? Number seven, your car broke down. Number eight, you have a deadline at work. Number nine, friends or family just showed up for a surprise visit. <laughs> and number ten, the excuses to get out of a date, you're stuck in traffic. How do you know when somebody's telling the truth? Just tell the truth. You're not interested in a relationship. You know, people are always afraid to do that. You know, they go, hamana, 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 hamana. Hmm? Just be truthful. 
Here's a world record. A teen has slept outside for a thousand consecutive days. The Daily Mail says a 14-year-old Duluth, Minnesota teen is making headlines because he has slept outside for a thousand consecutive days. He must be in a warm place. Isaac Ortman started sleeping outside when he was 11. During the winter, he sleeps in his own igloo. Says, I don't see it ending anytime soon. I might even keep going through college. It's a lot of fun, and I'm not ready to stop. Isaac says the coldest night he's experienced was when temperatures dipped to minus 38. The only close call he has had is when a bear walked by the patio door of his home. That'll get you going, hmm? And it won't be Smokey the Bear. Hello, folks. A man hugs an 11-foot great white shark. Obviously, he was drinking. The Daily Mail says wildlife photographer Taylor Horton is going viral for hugging an 11-foot great white shark. The shark was sedated, okay, off the coast of Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, so it could be tagged. Taylor was videotaped hugging the shark. The shark had no reaction to the hug because the shark was sedated because he was going to have a root canal. Oh, I don't know why he was sedated. Sounds like cruelty to sharks. Those are some of the odds and ends that we have. Odd stories of the day. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline is March 15th. Go to ctba.org. At Hall Communications, we've helped thousands of local businesses be heard by their customers and potential customers with their radio commercials. Now we can help you be seen by your potential customers as well. Target your customers where they are with Hall Digital. We'll track them down in their home, their office, at your competitor's business, and send them your message. We can reach people that are looking to dine out or buy a car. Sales, line two. We send them an online ad for your business. We can even send them an ad when they're visiting your competition. They'll hear your ad on the radio and see your ad online with Hall Digital. At Hall Communications, we combine two of the most powerful marketing tools, radio and digital, to get you more customers and increase your sales and profits. To find out more, go to our station webpage and the Contact Us tab to get started. Radio and digital. A great one-two punch for your business. All right, we have um, eight minutes before two. If you'd like to check in on anything, that's okay. You know, we're, we share some thoughts, viewpoints, opinions. You know, uh, each state has a popular color. Didn't know that. Red wins the battle of the hues, ranking as the most searched color in 30 out of 50 states. Red. Pink is the most popular color in 12 states, including California, New York, and Texas. Blue is the most searched in six states, and brown in two. Each state has their own color. Interesting. New research has revealed the most popular color in each state of America, with red coming out in top in 30 of the 50 jurisdictions. The study at uh, Pixar.com Number one based photo editor used by a 10 millimeter monthly user analyzed Google searches for 22 different colors, excluding black and white, combined with 25 different color related terms, such as items of clothing, decor, and themes. 
So as we mentioned, red came out on top. Number one, pink tops the color search rankings in some of the most popular states in the country, proving to be a favorite hue in California, Florida, Texas, and New York. Popular pink searches across the states include pink flowers and pink anesthetic. Hmm. Blue would be my color. I don't know what state is really popular with blue, but Nebraska, South Dakota, and Wyoming, they say, are states that like blue. Maybe they have blue-collar workers. I don't know. Uh, Illinois, Minnesota, Missouri. Meanwhile, Ohio and Pennsylvania stand out as the two states where brown is the most searched color overall. We have surveys for everything they check out. Amazing. Hi, WICH. Welcome. Okay, one more time, I'll call you. I want to know if anyone's a redhead out there, that's the one color I don't wear. It's the one color you don't wear? Red. You mean you've had every other color? I don't wear red because I'm a redhead. Okay, then you're too red. Yeah, it looks silly on me. I wear cranberry, but I don't wear red. I won't wear a scarf. I won't wear gloves. Nothing red. So you're a natural redhead? I am, yes, sir. Um, but I do enhance myself because I'm 61 at this point, so I've got to correct the things that are happening with nature. So. How come guys guys have a trouble dyeing their hair? They're <laughs> embarrassed to do that, but women don't. I'll tell you one thing. Nowadays, it's not cool anymore, but I started hairdressing when I was in 1982 when I was 19. And guys got perms, guys got color. I won't say it's wrong, Um but I, it's just, I think it's better to go natural, personally. Yeah, I did it uh, a couple of years ago. I, you know, dyed my hair a little bit. And uh, people were looking at me like I was some kind of a stranger. I mean, when a woman does it, nobody <laughs> says a word. When a guy does it, oh, whoa. It's not fair. Yeah, but you guys can do it subtly if you know what you're doing. But if subtly, you just kind of. Yeah. Uh, so, so that way we'll, it won't. We'll see. You come see me and we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> Figure something out for me, all right. I think you just need a haircut. That's all we'll do. We're going to let you go natural. you you got to be yourself. i got to be still. me. <laughs> oh, i got to be me. Thank you. Okay, bye. See you later. The guy's brought into a court, and the judge says, you're charged with throwing your wife out of a 17-story window. What do you have to say? The guy said, we used to live on the ground floor. I forgot we moved. <laughs> <laughs> the man was fined $10 for hitting a pedestrian. He said, Judge, I only have a 20 on me. The judge says, I don't have any change. Go out and hit someone else. <laughs> the guy says, your dog just bit me. The other guy says, that's funny. He's usually very particular. <laughs> says, an elderly couple gets married. She was 95, he was 94. They drove to Niagara Falls on their honeymoon. What do you think they did for two weeks? They tried to get out of the car. <laughs> Folks, a lot of people don't know this, but this is a second marriage for me. My first wife fell on the wishing well. I didn't know they worked. <laughs> All right, I was in a place where they caught the bartender stealing. He took a dollar, put a half a dollar in his pocket. Half a dollar in his pocket and a half a dollar in the cash register. Took in another dollar, same thing. A half a dollar in his pocket, a half a dollar in the cash register. The third dollar, he put the whole dollar in his pocket. The boss walked over and said, what's the matter, aren't we partners anymore? <laughs> The guy comes up to me and says, let me $10 go payday. 
I said, when is payday? He said, you ought to know, you're the one that's working. <laughs> In the hotel lobby, a guy walks up to me and says, you want to buy a diamond ring? I said, where is it? He said, I'm that guy over there. <laughs> So like a little more of Henny? We got a little more before we close it out. A little more of Henny. And now, folks, it's barbecue time. I'm going to give you some real handy hints now. Your barbecue equipment will not only give you many happy hours of eating, it will save your life if you're ever marooned on a desert island. Now, when this happens, be sure you have your barbecue things with you. Start barbecuing immediately. In no time at all, you'll be surrounded by dozens of people all giving you advice. Ask one of them to save you. <laughs> While waiting, I'm going to tell a few gags. There's a man and a woman checking into a hotel near a railroad station. Now, this is the only room left in town. There's a convention going on. And this woman lies down on bed to take a little rest, and all of a sudden, a train goes by, and zoom! It knocks her out of bed, the vibrations of the train. Now, she lays down again. Another train goes by and knocks her out of bed again. She complains to the manager, what kind of a hotel is this? I'm lying down here trying to take a rest. The train goes by, and the vibrations knock me out of bed. He says, I don't believe it. She said, will you please come upstairs? So the manager comes upstairs. She's laid down that bed a minute. Just then, her husband walks in. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> the husband said, what are you doing here? He said, believe it or not, I'm waiting for a train. All right, everybody, please be kind to each other and never lose your sense of humor. You lose it, we'll find it for you. Please be kind to each other. Thank you. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM.